Corona, M&M, tacos. Mm. <laughs> I'd like to tell you something. Beast and he's the podcast. Yes, the podcast you love to love is back with another episode. I am still your host, Ohead Ed. Uh, thank you so much for joining us on this um, on this podcast excursion. Uh, every week, every episode, we are always going to bring you interesting and special guests, uh, people that are good at what they do because I'm horrible at what I do. So I use them to kind of like cover up my my flaws. It's like you know, focus on them, focus on them. Uh, this week's no different. Uh, I, I first, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the uh, chronological order of me meeting this brother or hearing of him. I don't know which happened first, but trust me, I've seen him perform and I've heard his music and, and there's no disappointment in either one. It's not like where it's like, oh, they, they perform really well, but the songs ain't that great or, you know, vice versa. Uh, it's, I, and I mean, and the more and more I hear his music, the more and more I realize, I'm like, yeah, this cat is serious. This cat is serious. Um, representing Miami, we're going to get into uh, how he found, you know, his, his his upbringing and how he found himself in the place where he fell in love with with, with the art form called hip-hop, like most of us do. And then we're going to get into what he's gone through, what he's done, and what he's about to introduce the world to early September, which is, that's, that's, the, that's the focus of this episode. Um, who am I talking about? I'm talking about none other than Kay. Legend. What's going on, my brother? Yo, yo, what's good? What's good? Uh, man, I'm here, man. I'm here. Glad. I'm glad we were able to make this happen. Uh, we bumped into each other on several occasions throughout the scene. Yeah. And uh, and here we are. Here we are, man. Thank you so good. much for making the time, bro. I know you're busy. I know you got things in the works. So I appreciate you coming through, man. How's uh, everything? Thank you, for having, thank you for having me, bro. For cool. Real, bro. So how you been? Good, man. Chilling, chilling, bro. Yeah. Just working on this music. Nice. A lot of shit going on now, man. A lot of... Projects in the works and everything. That's what I'm talking about. Always trying to work. Always trying to keep busy. That's it. Um, so let's start, man. You know, born and raised. How, how was how was that for you? All Miami. No, I was born in Jersey. Okay. And then uh, I moved down here. I was about three years old. Okay. I moved to Miami. Yeah. So it's mainly like you know, Miami's everything. I got guess. you. I grew up down here. Nice. I mean, I did every once in a while I'd go and take like a summer vacation up in New York. Okay. Or New Jersey with my family and stuff. But for the most part. Yeah, I've been in Miami my whole life. So at least you were able to at least to go back and kind of experience, s- experience it, and then and then kind of pick up on the differences because there's definitely differences yeah, between yeah. up north and down south. But yeah. um, what got you into music? I've always loved hip hop. I've liked hip hop as an artist, but what got me like into hip hop was like just watching the like you know the the lyricism and the wordplay from artists and hearing you know inspirational artists like Nas, Jay Z. I, like when I heard Eminem, that's when that was it. I was like, "Yo, I gotta." How, gotta how old like are you? That. How old were you? Were you when you first heard of Eminem? I was like, I was in middle school. Okay. Middle okay. School. Nice. And I heard M, and then I'm like, "Yo, like someone I related to, like you know what I'm saying?" Yeah. And the crazy shit he would talk about, I'm like, "Damn, that's dope." <laughs> it's different, you know what I mean? For real. 
Yeah, I started uh, writing at that age, too. Okay. Started writing, trying to freestyle. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's a pretty good time for you when Eminem drops, which was the first album came out in 99, was Slim the Slim Shady LP yeah. dropped. So that was that was a pretty good time to pick up on, on rap uh, because by that point, there was more of a, you get more of a complete sense of hip-hop here in South Florida. Like, going back to when I first came down to South Florida, which was 87, it wasn't like, you didn't get everything. You didn't get a little bit of everything. It yeah. was Luke. That's yeah, it. It was, it. It, was, oh, yeah. it was Miami Bass. It was Luke. It was, uh, you know, um, you had Uncle Al. Uh, you know what I'm saying? The legend. Yeah, Miami yeah, legend. yes, correct. Like, the, the cornerstone of Miami music, Miami Bass. And it wasn't until, you know, years later that now, you, like, you get, like, influences from all of that. I mean, of course you had, uh, like, granted, two years later you're hearing N.W.A. here. Like, th- that music does make its way. But as far as, like... Having a little bit of everything, I, I'm sure it evolved to by the time 99 came around. So I say that to say that you probably now had a lot of people around you that were more in tune with what you were listening to as opposed to like, what is that? You know, yeah, exactly. what are you listening to? Yeah. But I grew up watching like, you know, like Young TV Raps, BET, The Box and all that oh, shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I used to watch, I used to watch a lot of, uh, a lot of hip hop and yeah. I would see like, you know, like at the time, I can't even remember now, but like, you know, it was like Nas. I remember cannabis was big at one point. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. all these underground artists. Yeah. And everybody would be listening to the, you know, the typical Miami music. Yeah. But I'll be like digging deep into hip hop. Gotcha. But I but I also listen to Miami music. Yeah. I listen to Miami like I fuck with a lot of uh, You can't avoid it. I mean yeah, we hear you can't I love, like, Trick Daddy's one of my favorite rappers. Yeah. So I love yeah, Trick. It's it's there, man. It's like that's that and that's a good thing is that that Miami had already established it through the the legends earlier on. Um they had established enough where it's you know, you were going to get the sound from here first. It's not like the sound from here was going to get, like, washed over by all the other yeah. all the other regions and stuff. So you were still going to get, like, your trick daddies coming yeah. out of Slip and Slide and all that other stuff. So when you started actually writing and uh, you decided, okay, let's go back. I like to ask MCs usually this question. It's like writing it is, is like writing something is one thing, but then feeling confident enough to share it with somebody. At what point does that happen? I mean, I, I've never really... I've never really had that issue. Okay. I never really had that issue because I loved freestyling and just like, you know, rapping in cypher. So I wanted everybody to hear my voice. Gotcha. And I felt like I wanted to, and it's still like my mission now is for my voice to be heard and people to hear my my bars, bro. Like okay. my goal is to be top 10 lyricists, top five lyricists of all time. Okay. Bro, that's, that's the goal. Yeah. That's the goal. It's, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, and I'm... Um, and I, um, I'm applauding and I'm, and I'm chuckling at the same time because if, if you're familiar, if anyone's familiar with your music, they can't honestly say you're that far off. Like Thank you me. are doing something that it's, it is, it is commendable. And it's like, yeah, that's the path. If that's your goal, then you're on the right path. Don't take my word for it. Um, before we get to the end of this, you're going to get all the, uh, all the links to social medias and where you can find the music and all that other stuff. But y'all, y'all going to learn about K legend for sure. Cause I, I, like I said, I was listening to it. I've been listening to it. I, so I'm, I'm heavy on Spotify. I don't know if you're on any other, uh, like a SoundCloud or. A, yeah, I'm on pretty much everything. Everything. Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Music. So my journey started on SoundCloud. So um, as far as your music, so it's there's several singles. There's several um, ciphers that you have on there. Yeah. Um, so I'm listening to it, just like shuffling through it. I'm sitting there going like, yo, there's different styles. The, 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 whether it's music or technique or rhyme, it's all there. So I'm like, okay, this cat is 
pretty thorough with what he's doing between yeah. rhyming and then just the the beats don't you, you don't you don't fall into a place where you're like oh this one sounds like the last beat oh this one sounds like the last beat yeah you know what I'm saying? yeah I'm like my worst critic when it comes to music so like mm. every track I make I want to make it different okay and also make like uh like let's say it's a trap beat for example okay like rap on a trap beat but I also want to I think it's a full package as an artist when you're a rapper like yeah you can have a dope beat. And it, it's a dope beat, but then if you're talking, like, you know, you ain't saying shit, mm-hmm. then the beat ain't, doesn't matter. But now yeah. if you come with a dope beat and you come with a dope flow, yeah. you come with dope lyricism, substance, rhyme patterns, syllables, and you just have the whole package, yeah. but then do it different on every track and make yeah. a track not sound the same as the other track yeah. with a different flow, different cadence, different vibe, then it's like that. that's like legendary shit. You know what I'm saying? That's like not too many people could do that. It's true. And you being your worst critic, like you said, it lends to that because sometimes we all do it. We, whether, whatever it is that we do, it's very easy to become complacent with what you do. Like yeah. you just get you, it just becomes like you're doing the same thing over and over again, over and over again. So it's it's easy to fall into this thing, a situation where you're like, I'm just gonna do what I did the last time. But being that you're your worst critic, you're not gonna settle for that. You want to, and how every MC should, you should be able to present something different to separate yourself from everybody else. I mean, definitely, that's what it is. The other thing I I, um, I realized, too, is a lot of times is there's no reason why people shouldn't cover all those boxes that you just said, you know, mentioned the flow, delivery, you know, style, uh, the beat selection, because, like, now it's a lot easier for people to put together music. Yeah, it's super easy now. Now you it's know? like you, you have the Internet. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Everything's there, whatever you want to learn. Yeah. You want to learn how to write, you can just go to YouTube, how to write. You know what mm. I mean? You need to... Pro Tools, you could pay a monthly subscription and have Pro Tools. Gotcha. Beats, you could $20 and lease a beat. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's so easy now. And Correct. you could, like, DistroKid, TuneCore. That's right. 20, 30 bucks, and that's it you're, for, a, for a year, and that's it. You're already on Apple Music, Spotify. True. You're everywhere. Yeah, yeah. You're, you, have, you have distribution, yeah. which back in the days, that, did, that nothing yeah. like that existed. That. So <laughs> it was a lot harder to get your music out there. Selling out the trunk. I used to I used to stand on, um, I remember I used to be on South Beach giving away CDs. Really? For free, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, okay, so let's get into that. How, uh, what, find, at what point did you find yourself where you were able to put together uh, an actual product? Like going from just freestyling and hear, people hearing you out in school or in the park or, you know, in the, in the neighborhood to the point where you put something on, a, on, a, on an official product that you could hand out. I was in, I was in high school. Okay. And I used to do a lot of ciphers, like lunchtime ciphers with the homies and shit. And then uh, one of my boys had a studio okay. at his crib. And I was like 15 at the time. And he told me, yo, I have a, I have a studio at my house. I'm like, bro, like, you know, I'm, I like rapping. I like freestyling and doing all that shit. And I do write. And, I do, and I'm like, I, t- I told him, like, yeah, let's go. Let's, let's go work. So I went to his crib, and I saw he had cakewalk at the time. Okay. And a microphone set up. I'm like, bet. <laughs> so then I remember my first, I don't remember my first verse. But I remember the first beat I wrote to was Mob Deep, Hell on Earth. Okay. So that was okay. the beat. That was the beat that I actually first recorded, and I recorded a freestyle to that beat. Nice. And then once I heard that, I remember my mom picking me up from his house, taking me home, and on the ride home, I was just hearing it. I was hearing it like 20 times in the car. CD. I'm like, yo, this shit is fire. What, what did your and mom it was say? Trash. She was like, <laughs> no, no. She was like, my mom was like, oh. What the fuck are you doing? Like, what you're rapping now? And then she was, <laughs> but then she, you know, after after a while, she she approved of it. She's like, oh, I like yeah. it. And now yeah. she's like, oh shit, continue it because I don't hear nobody rapping like you. Wow. You know what I mean? So she went from, oh, it's iffy. Like, you know, you should focus on school type shit. Yeah, yeah. It's like, why are you rapping? 
and now that yeah like you got that's probably where you get that tough criticism from yeah. from moms yo. yeah probably bro. <laughs> like so you're rapping now like. so was all right so was your man your mom a, a fan of hip-hop to begin with or no nah, she was never a fan of hip-hop okay she, she okay. listened to mostly like we listened to you know typical spanish music at the okay. parties and then yeah. freestyle like latin freestyle music okay yeah r&b you know what i mean yeah dance music and stuff she yeah. would listen to growing up but at, and then the music yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> and there was enough of a of an evolution, I imagine, for her to realize, well, this doesn't sound like the first thing you let me hear. So, and you're obviously improving, like you said. Now, she, now you know. Then I, I imagine yeah. sometime later, she was like, "No, keep doing it because it's good." No, when I when I first did it, she was shocked. She's like, "Oh, you're you're rapping, like you know what I mean." Mm-hmm. But after a while, she started seeing like the progression. Yeah. So when I first started, you know, you're gonna be trash your yeah. first song. It's of course. You know, the bathroom recording and shit. Yeah. And then a little while after that, it got better. And then we started doing, like, talent shows. Started doing shows. Said, okay. Like, small, like, you know, little venues and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then she started seeing, she started seeing, she's like, oh, this is actually not pretty, this is not bad. It's pretty good. <laughs> okay. So then she's like, yeah, you should do it, you should do it. You know, like, you should That's great, bro. This. That is beautiful, man. That's, uh, <laughs> that, that, uh, that definitely will put people in, in positions to succeed when you have the support from, you know, the home base. Like, yeah. and they may, they let you know that, yeah, you do have, and they're honest with you. Like they're telling you, you do have something here. Like keep doing that. Yeah. You know, it, coming from a time frame where I was growing up, it was like, you're either a lawyer, a doctor, or some type of engineer. Yeah. Everybody in Dominican Republic was like, you're an engineer. If you can't be a doctor or a lawyer, you better engineer something. And I was like, everybody's an, <laughs> everybody's an engineer. What are we engineering? I don't even know. But, uh, <laughs> but, but so that's dope, man. That's great that, that, that was like the relationship you had you know with the family and, and your mom was supportive of the music i, I applaud that for sure yeah. um so you started putting together when you were performing these shows was it just you did you have a crew oh uh, we had like a little crew at the time okay it was like a high school crew it was like a bunch of us at one time it got to like six or seven of us okay and everybody would just you know we just all rap yeah whoever we knew rapped it was like, come got through. you we got you yeah and it got point that we just like we started getting better as it as time went by but then you know like everything shit comes to an end yeah. But yeah, we were doing, we did shows. We did not not crazy shows. Mm-hmm. We did like salsa lovers, and, you know, little fucking places like this. <laughs> yeah. Little clubs, all ages the, clubs. And uh, shit. Yeah, or the banker we hall. We were still like 16 years old, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, of so, course. But like at that time, nobody was doing that. There was no jits doing that. At the yeah. Time. So like we were actually, you know, trying to like meet up with labels, going, going to record labels. Like actually went to slip and slide once. Did you? Yeah, okay. We sat inside there and they denied us. they didn't have the vision they didn't have the vision (laughs) no but i I ain't gonna lie i was like you know i was trash back then Mm. i wasn't really it was just rapping to rap like you know freestyle rap like writing whatever and writing yeah i wasn't into bars or the pen or lyricism or any of that got you you were just trying to get all these words out and make sure that they ended where they sounded the same yeah we came up with a topic like oh we're gonna talk about cameras we're gonna rap about fucking cameras or something Yeah. yeah or like Cars or whatever the fuck okay. it was, and we'll come up with a topic, and then we'll write a verse gotcha. pertaining to the topic. But that's that's you know that's the uh, that creates a mental uh, a lyrical and mental dexterity. That's yeah. you, you're, you're you're strengthening those muscles. And that's why it's great that you don't no one stops, even though it doesn't sound like you know it's easy for someone to record themselves and then go, damn, this sounds nothing like what I hear, yeah. and then that'll be the end of it for them. But it's like, no, you have to go through that. You know, it's not like an overnight thing. You're not, even if you're decent, it doesn't mean that that's your, that's your plateau, that that's your ceiling. Yeah. Like, you, you do it because you 
you keep working at it because I mean you, you're not gonna sell a song about cameras, <laughs> but you know at least that you yeah. could rap about cameras, and then that'll open up. I imagine your mind to other lyrics that you or you could uh, apply things that you rhyme about a camera to like make it a simile to something else. Yeah, yeah, exactly. dope. Um, so was there a project in between that point and then when you started uploading your music on SoundCloud? Um, all right, so basically how how it was. Um in a way, I feel like Dre. You know how Dre, like, every seven years, he drops an album? Yeah. Like how it was, you know, he dropped The Chronic, then he dropped 2001. Yeah. And then and it stopped. I felt, yeah, I felt like Dre, <laughs> because I would put in my work, like, when I was when I was young in high school, I put in my work for a bit, and then, you know, just, like, at that time, my parents had separated. Okay. And then my mom, my mom and my stepdad separated, and then I had, you know, I had to work. I had to be a man at the house. Like gotcha. I had to start paying bills. I helping out and shit. Yeah. So I had to get a job. So I, I didn't really have time to work on music. So mm. I, I'm like, fuck it. It's just you know, it's whatever. I'll work on it another time. Mm-hmm. And then after that, like another like six, seven years, eight years passed by, and I went. I'm like, all right, let me try this again. And then I rap for a few months and then let it go. Okay. And then I did it again, like in 20 in 2010. Okay. Happened for a bit, like a year, and then I dropped it. And then I came back three years ago and I said, you know what? It's like we're not getting younger, you know what I mean? Now it's like I have, I kind of got into battle rap in 2015. Okay. And then I started battling, and then when I saw like the bars in battle rap and how it was, was actually made me want to write that and put it on music. Ah, uh, okay. Because I was like, yo, that's a good idea. Like, well, who's doing that? I didn't know people were doing that. Who's who's doing it? And if anybody's doing it, is how good does it sound? Exactly. Because a lot of times you hear. It's funny, yo, because I'll sit there and I'll throw on YouTube and I'll throw on a battle of whoever. And then leading up to like when, you know, they'll, they'll promote, you know, whoever's performing that night or battling that night, they'll pr- promote their music. Like you hear a song from it and you listen to the song and you're like, ooh, this doesn't sound that good. Yeah. But then <laughs> when the guy gets on stage and he tears up the other MC and you're like, wait, but he, he rhymes like this here and he comes with this just like this ferocity. And then that song that they played, the little clip at the beginning to promote it, like this is horrible. You exactly. Know? So it's so correct. It wasn't something somebody was doing, focusing on making um, a product yeah. that matched their ability to to battle, like the the battle ability versus the song. song. Correct. So yeah. So when I was battling, there was artists trying to do it at the time. Mm-hmm. Now you have like Daylight who actually raps on beats and stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And other artists who battle that are actually doing that. But mm-hmm. at the time. Nobody was doing it. And, it, and the artists who, I mean, the battle rappers who were doing it sounded like shit. Mm. Like, they would go, and it's like, all right, just stick to battling. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Or if you were a singer, and then you try to battle. So then I was like, damn, that's dope. Like, taking schemes and words and ideas and that creativity mm-hmm. and then putting it on, you know, on a song. Yeah. And having that and people to catch that. Because I remember growing up, when we would hear a bar from an artist, and we'll be like, yo, did you hear that? Run that back. Put it back. And that whole put it back feeling, like bring it back. What did he say? Yeah. That stuck with me. And mm-hmm. I love that. I love that yeah. about hip hop. Yeah. Because if you have to bring it back to hear something, that means it's meaningful. Mm-hmm. And it'll make you want to listen to it again because there could be hidden meanings. Like and not like when it, Nas and shit with Jay-Z and the shit he says, like, you know what I mean? And I, I feel like that I want to make music that does that. Mm. But like the full song type shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So I, I yeah. thought about so when I Battle rap is what opened up my, like, you know, my mind uh-huh. and made me see, like, there's more to, to writing. Yeah. And it's fun. Like, it's super fun. Yeah. The other thing the other thing that I like is when it's, um, uh, and this is, I used to get a lot of this from, um, like, De La Soul, uh, 
you would hear a song, you'd hear it a couple times, and you'd be like, yeah, this is a great song. And then when you'd come back to it like a month or two later, you'd hear something totally different. Yeah. You're like, wait, I didn't catch that the first time around? Like, oh, shit, that's what... That's what they were saying there, you know. Yeah. So it was, it was crazy. So that's dope. It's so there's two things that happen: is either you run it back right then in that moment, or it has like a time released, like yeah, later. You later. You're like, oh fuck, wait a minute, that's what that was, because you can hear yeah. things. Or sometimes it's just a matter of you becoming more aware of certain things that now you can see, you can connect the dots, like as just as a listener, as a listener sitting there, and you're like, you hear it, and then a month, couple months later, you might have been introduced to new information. And then that new information helps you decipher something you're, and then you find something else, and I'm like, oh, that's yeah. what they meant by that, or oh, there's another meaning to it. No, um, like yeah. I said, um, like listening to the tracks. So listening to the tracks on Spotify, um, shuffling it, it's like just you know a single here, single there, or a freestyle with you and several other MCs. Uh, I mean a cipher. And I thought for a second that I was like, this is pretty smart, where it's just drop a couple singles here and there, because through what you're explaining, that yeah. single lives longer. Yeah. Because you're going to play it over and over again. Yeah. And a lot of times I talk to people in the hip-hop community and they say, they'll say, yeah, you know, you drop a project, but there's so much of an influx of music that does, nothing gets a chance to live really. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you're trying to keep up with the, the list. As a listener, as a fan, you're trying to keep up with the next project that drops. And it's and you you realize that a lot of people are putting out efforts that don't they don't have the playability factor like like yeah. you know like a video game where you go in and you rock it once and then it's like there's doesn't nothing draws you back to that exactly. video game. And and what you're doing is, and that's why I was like, yo, this is pretty smart. Like, there's not a full project on Spotify, yeah. but these singles work because I'm gonna go back and listen to it because yeah. there's gonna be something different every time. Yeah. Can we talk? Can we talk? Um, cocaine dreams. Cocaine oh, should dreams? I save that? Nah, you know what? I'm gonna save that for the for the for the beats portion of the podcast. So we, right, could, yeah. we could talk about <laughs> cocaine dreams. Um, but before that, let's let's take care of of official business. Um, let's let the people know where they can find your music, where they can find you, what you got coming up. Uh, you can hit them with the, we, we can hit them with what's coming out September 6th. We can talk about that. All right, I'm K Legend. That's K L E J I N D. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Spotify. Just you know, I have a album dropping on September 6th. Brown Recluse, produced by uh, Risen 808, my engineer out of UK, and engineered by Miami Beat Wave. And I have like some dope dope artists on the track. Uh, I have a lot of uh, I have a lot of projects in the works now, man. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, we have a lot of shit going on. Man. Nice, we have a lot nice. Of shit going on. Yeah, well, let, let let them let them let them start with the with the appetizer of Brown Recluse and uh and and they'll start there. Nah, let's fucking start now. Don't wait till September sixth. You know this this episode drops. So this episode it's 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 the very first one of August. So we're dropping on the first of August. So that that project is dropping in the next five days. Like yeah, oh bad yeah. Don't, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you catch it. But in the meantime, in the meantime, like you said, Spotify, SoundCloud, it's K L I J I N D. Um, there was a bunch of official business I was supposed to take care of at the very beginning of this, and I slipped up. The not the other thing that's happening. Um, actually, no, this is August, September is when the project is dropping. See? Yeah, September. All right, yeah, yeah. September sixth. So September sixth. So it's gonna be a month and five days. <laughs> so you got plenty of time to run yeah, that Spotify up. <laughs> yeah, I have people like because I I dropped it. I specifically did it like a little longer so I could have more time to set up everything. Yeah. And people are like, "Why are you dropping your album two months later?" I'm like, "You got good things come to those who wait." For real. <laughs> you know For real. I'm gonna wait. I'm telling you, man. It's everybody. Be worth it, though. It's everybody wants it. to get bit by that brown recluse, <laughs> which is which is deadly. <laughs> Those shits don't play. Yeah. That's like skin eating. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I look up brown recluse and what happens when you get bit by one. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But 
I, regardless, I, I definitely got to get into it. August 6th, this is a, so five days from when you're hearing this, it's the uh, Hip Hop Volume 2. It is going down at Yeasty Brews. Yeasty Brews, the home of Brews Beats and East, where we record. It's 3944 Northwest 19th Street, Lauder Hill. Um, we have our second, the Volume 2 of our Hip Hop series. We got Cap City performing, DJ Tres on the wheels of steels, the ones and twos, the tables, the decks, the any other analogy or <laughs> anything that's synonymous with turntables. He's going to be playing music. Uh, come through. It's a free event. We just ask um, that you RSVP through Eventbrite. Um, limited capacity. Come through. It's free. The beer is excellent. Speaking of the beer, uh, Yeasty still has their seltzer Saturdays. It's $5 seltzers and wine specials every Saturday uh, from here going forward. If it stops, I'll let you know, um, but come through anyway. Also, we have um, September, what's it, September 10th, which is closer to the release date of Brown Recluse. Four days after. Four days <laughs> after. If, you're, if your beer pong game is something of legend, no pun intended, um, or all pun intended, I'm, I'm, I'm older than 40, so I, I do that shit like, the, like average, on the regular. Um, the, the Homie Beard Brews and Food, sponsor of uh, Brews Beats and Easter Podcast, along with uh, Savage Life and the Craft Beer Cellar, in Fort Lauderdale, they're putting together their second beer pong tournament. September 10th, pull up, sign up. Um, typically, it's uh, you do, uh, I think it's anywhere between 20 to 30 bucks to sign up. I think it's 20 bucks per person, uh, two-player teams, and uh, you get unlimited pours of one beer. So while you're there, yeah, you're, drinking regardless. you're drinking regardless. Yes. Dope. Yeah. So there's no reason why you shouldn't pull up. Uh, pay the twenty. It go the twenty dollars goes a long way. You, you're you're gonna be constantly drinking beer as you're playing. Um, they're gonna keep that cup full over there. Shouts to Amy and Eddie over at CBC, and um, as well as Lewis, as well as Sam and, and everyone involved in putting this together. I participated in the first one. Didn't go so did well. Didn't go so win? well. No, no, no. <laughs> did not go so well. Um, we we staved we staved off. Okay, so there was a double elimination. So we didn't get we didn't lose twice. We came back. We lost once, beat the, beat the next team, and then we came back to, to play the team that we beat, that we lost to the first time around. I'm like, que mierda? <laughs> like, what happened? <laughs> like, why are we here against these guys again? Yeah. Um, but, yes, so, and, and, and don't do what I did, which was show up, like, at the last minute yeah. because then that determines your seating in the tournament. So at least give yourself a shot to kind of, like, fall somewhere middle of the pack. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So, yes, uh, y'all know what it is. Um, we got a lot more to talk. We got K-Legend in the building. Yo, I also got to shout out Benny. Benny the Grid. Grid locked in the, in the, in the spot. Um, yes, yes. Tuned in as well. And, um, oh, shit. And y'all people. They don't know, bro. Okay, there's a lot more covered. Oh, shit. I don't know. I know I should. I know I should have brought a third mic. Damn it. <laughs> My people. <laughs> there you go. Dope. Um. <laughs> okay, okay. Also, I, and I'm and like, this is all coming to me, man. I'm having such a good time. Uh, La Plancha, we just, we just wrapped, well, not we just wrapped up. The homies, Orion and DJ XS, just wrapped up La, La Plancha 2 at 10th Level Tavern. It was a, uh, a wonderful event, a wonderful night of hip hop. Um, a lot of Miami artists came up to perform in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, that way, people up here in Fort Lauderdale have no excuse as to why, like, no, the hip hop shit doesn't pop up up here. Or we don't get, like, these people came up. So when they do that, we have to show up as just the hip-hop community in, in Fort Lauderdale. We got to show up because this is what most people ask for. It's like, oh, where's the hip-hop at over here? Well, yeah, yeah, people are making it happen, so there's no reason why you shouldn't pull up. Um, I say that to say that La Plancha 3 happens September 2nd 
four days before <laughs> Brown Recluse drops. There's a lot going on around this release. September. Yeah, September's got a lot going on. It's going to be back at the 10th Level Tavern, uh, Oakland Park. Um, we'll get you the details on that as well. All right, now the official business is over. Uh, my peoples, y'all know what it is. I got K-Legend in the house. This is Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast. We'll be back with the Bruce segment. Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast, and we have reached the Bruce portion of the podcast. The reason why guests show up to this damn thing, um, there's beer involved. Uh, this is the part of the podcast where uh, I provide four beers. For our guests to try, um, we'll get their thoughts on them, um, as well as maybe hear some early beer memories, some story from back in the day. Um, we'll eventually ask them what you know what they like to drink nowadays, and that could that could be liquor or or beer. It doesn't have to be specifically beer. Once we get to the part of like what you like to drink nowadays, and um, before it's all said and done, um, we'll definitely get into like a one through four, like your most favorite through your least favorite, uh, the one that really that you really liked, and then the one you liked the least. There's no sponsors, so we're not hurting any feelings. I bet. Yeah, um, and trust me, uh, I think that I've had previous guests that have probably ruined sponsorship opportunities. So, so I'm not, I'm not even- them. I love them all, bro, they're all yeah, fire. <laughs> yeah, cut the check. <laughs> Legend gets 10%. <laughs> Everything that comes through. So without, without a further ado, let me grab my notes here. Switch some things around, boom, boom. And we're going to get into this first beer. This first beer right here is from Corporate Ladder Brewing Company. It is their live stream lager. It is a lager, like the name entails. And it clocks in at a 3.4%. This is really easy, just smooth, something just to set, set the tone here with. Supply some for Benny there as well. Um, and apparently this is a collab drink with... Uh, I don't even know if I should mention that YouTube channel because I don't want to send any viewers that way. I don't even know these people, bro. But it was a collab with some YouTube people. Some people. Some people, some people. yeah. <laughs> and it was them, them there. And it was brewed in uh, Sarasota, Florida. So um, whenever you're ready, um, let's give this one Cheers. a go. See what we think. Let's get Benny involved, too. Bomb. What are you thinking? It tastes it tastes like like an IPA. Does it? Yeah. It, it, it shouldn't though. No. No. <laughs> it has so IPA will have like a lot more bitterness at the end. I think I know what you're saying. Okay. That, so that it is considered taste. a it is a tropical light lager. So you might be getting like a little bit of a citrus, which is also a common in an IPA. So yes. So in that sense, it just doesn't have the bitterness. It has like a sweet, like a yeah. Sweet there's like a sweet, like citrus, yeah. So that's what it is. It's a tropical light lager. I'm sure it's whatever hops they use for it that gives it that that tropical flavor. Um, but uh, typically, the reason I, I I'm like, dang, you really get that from this? Because I yeah. I'm not an IPA guy at all. Nah. And the <laughs> like, there's very few IPAs. There's some IPAs that I could drink, and um, and I know there's people out here uh, that are listening, and they're like, Ed, you're full of shit. You're an IPA guy by now, because there's some <laughs> IPAs that I drink. But not all of them. Yeah. But um. But you, when we get to the IPA, you know why? Because this IPA has this bitterness that, depending on how it's brewed or how many hops they use, or there's double dry hop, any, a bunch of terms, that that flavor, that taste lingers afterwards, and you're like, damn, this fucking yeah, this shit doesn't yeah, go away. Yeah, doesn't go away. 
so you, you're good with that one. Yeah, it's good. That one gives a good thumbs up. This is yeah, this is real light. This is uh, like I said, this is typically I like to set it off with a beer that's com- comparative to maybe something that people drink on the regular. That it's you know that they could find at their Publix or whatever. That's you know, along the lines of a lager or something smooth. So this is like the craft beer version of what I would compare like a yeah, you know. I don't want to insult anybody, but anything you find at the uh, the grocery store, Sedanos or whatever. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but that's what we got there. Okay, uh, this is where I usually ask my guests, our guest, um, about their earliest beer memory. My earliest beer memory. I was um I remember I had I was in was it middle school or high school I don't remember. I remember it was in school. It was in school. Okay, it's school. And yeah. I had I used to catch the metro bus going home. And I had my my boys that we just like stop. We would stop like and meet up people and hang out with all our other friends on the bus and go to their crib. Okay. You know how it was. We didn't have a car, so it was two, sixty cents. Yeah. To catch the, the eight, main mode of transportation. Left. Yeah. <laughs> so we would just be meeting up people, and then one day we we were coming from school, and we stopped by my the um, the bus stop that would that I would walk from to my house. Okay. We stop there. We go to the gas station, and I remember my boys like, "Oh, I'm gonna go buy cigarettes." I'm like, all right, and a black amount. So he went. He got the cigarettes, the black amount, and then he comes out with uh, the old English okay. bottles, right? <laughs> and it was him, his other homie, and me. And then he's like, "Yo, you want some?" I'm like, "Uh, yeah, fuck it." Like, you know, what I'm, like, I'm peer pressure, bro. Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> fuck it. So we went. We were literally behind the gas station. There was some steps, like a ladder going up. Okay. This was right on 8th Street and 72nd Ave. It was okay. right by the Marathon gas station. Okay. And we had went up to the steps. We were chilling, smoking a black and mild, and then uh, started drinking. I'm like, damn, this shit tastes like shit. Tastes like shit. I'm like, this is what y'all yeah. doing for fun? Like, you know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Like, who drinks this, bro? Yeah. It didn't taste like no Kool-Aid to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we drank it. I remember I remember as I would I would drink more, and I would get more fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, it's, it hit me. I'm like, this is why the adults drink. God, yeah, this yeah. is why they drink. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And then I would drink. And then after that, like, you know, the parties, the family parties and shit, I would sneak like the beers and shit. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, 15 years, 16 years old, trying to steal a beer. Yeah. My parents don't see me and whip my ass. So <laughs> we would do that. And I, I started trying more and more. You know? Okay. No, <laughs> no. So, yeah. So you were, you, um, you kind of like broke the ice with the homies and then, the next opportunity, you found like, wow, oh, look at all this beer that's here. And then the moment, like, the parents look away, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, nobody's noticing. Grab yeah, one. Yeah, no, until my parents caught me one time. Oh, I did they? Know. Yeah. How did that go? <laughs> all right, so I don't, I don't know how they're going to take it now because it's 2022, right? <laughs> and it's, shit's different. But when I was a kid, I was, like, I was 16, and my stepdad had caught me drinking. And he's like, oh, you want to drink? He's like, all right, come, Thoma, you're going to drink. So he sat me down, and he gave me a cup, like, that big. Yeah, right? 16 ounce, like, a full of Goldschlager. No. He's like, go ahead and drink it. And you're going to sit there and you're going to fucking drink it. And I'm like, all right. So I took it. I just chugged it. I chugged the whole glass, bro. And he says, yo, he's like, stop. You're fucking crazy. I'm like, like you <laughs> wait, just said now? to drink it, bro. Yes, like, you just told me. Now we're going to assign just... craziness to people? <laughs> now you're going like, to call. You just told me to drink this? The adult that gave me I was fucked up. I remember. I like, get the lesson, though. I, I get the lesson. That's one of those things where it's like, oh, you want to. Well, you're going to feel what yeah. it's like, and then that way that it deters That way you never do it again. Correct. You know how, did, how did that work out? It didn't work out. I kept, <laughs> I'm here now, right? <laughs> Shit did not work. <laughs> yeah. 
that's hilarious. Yo, that's hilarious. Damn. Speaking of, hold on. <laughs> yeah, speaking of, yeah. I was going to say, exactly. So, if it didn't work, success. Let's get into the second beer. <laughs> this second beer we got, it is from the, uh, the Barrel of Monks Brewing. It is their single in the sun. It's a pale ale. It comes in at a 4.5%, so it's a little bit more than uh, uh, ABV than the last one we did. Um, oh, I like the color on this one. Okay. It seems like it has more body. Yeah, yeah. more body. 4.5% is thick. It's thick, With thick. the C's on it. <laughs> and uh, it's brewed out of uh, Boca Raton. Um, one of the few breweries I haven't been to in the area here is this one. I've, I've enjoyed many of their beers, but I have not um, been there. So let's give this one a go. Cheers. Yeah, there's definitely not an effect, and I'm drinking out of a plastic cup. So this is a single ale. It's a, it's a pale ale, but it's a single ale. So Barrel of Monks usually, like, they make a lot of, all their beers are Belgian style. Yeah. Or they have some Belgian influence in it. Um, that's that's that flavor you get. That's kind of like a coriander, like banana peel type thing. Like yeah. there's a, or like a orange coriander taste. That. What do you think of that one? I like it better than the last one. Okay, okay. So it's moving on up. We'll we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll put it, it in position. Too. Yes. Yeah, it tastes stronger. So yeah, exactly. It has a little more presence than that first one. That first one is um. It's like hangover. <laughs> <laughs> like it's capable of giving you one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, stick around long enough. Yeah, just stay. <laughs> yeah, just stick around long enough. See what you feel after this one. <clears throat> um, oh, shit. You know what? I think I think now is a good time to get into. Um, so I, I reached out to the listeners. Um, I hit everybody up and um, and I asked. I've been doing it for at least, what, six episodes now. Just reaching out to the listeners, trying to get them get get them involved with the um, with the show here, and uh, and we got some voicemails. We we got some voicemails um, after several months. We got voicemails. We gonna play voicemails. <laughs> Let me make sure that I'm I'm all I'm all good here. Uh, make sure that my Bluetooth is working before I step into something, and then just realize like nothing happens after I hit a button. But yeah, hey, what's going on? Um, but we have gotten voicemails. Yo, shouts to everybody that's that sent out the voicemails. Um, I still keep getting text messages of they want to buy used cars. I don't. I don't. <laughs> that's not. That's not the. Te- that's not the type of text message that I was. Uh, um, that I was looking for. You know what I'm saying? So um, contact your car extended for. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh damn. So here we go. Producing on the fly. Bam. It's connecting now. So, um, and then we'll get into. Uh, We'll definitely get into some of these voicemails. Uh, let's see where we at. Oh, see, perfect. Of course, it's not gonna connect to the Roadcaster Pro. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. This is horrible. Let's see what happens here. In the meantime, I guess uh, we're gonna have to postpone the damn voice messages. Kind of nonsense is this? So, okay, well, uh, what do you, <clears throat> what do you, what type of drinks do you prefer? Do you prefer nowadays? What are you drinking? Whether it's beer, uh, uh, liquor. Now I'm more, I'm more like, you know, I'm, I'm more less shout out now. Okay. Okay. Sometimes <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm still shout out, but I'm not that shout out. I actually stopped drinking for a while. I just started picking up drinking like a month ago. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I just started. Yeah. Um, but I usually drink now. I usually drink like Corona. I have a Corona, two, three beers and that's it. 
Or gotcha. I'll drink like a couple shots of whiskey or something. I okay. Know, I love Crown Royal. That's my shit. Is it? Oh, that's the that's the move yeah. for you. Crown Royal. You go with the original. Or you throw some. You the original. The original, one, not the the apple. Yeah, or, none of that. Okay. Give me okay. the original Crown Royal or the original Hennessy. Mm. I actually tried Duce. I tried Duce a few months back. Okay. My first time trying it. Trying it. How was that? In comparison, fire. it's oh. like it's like Hennessy on steroids. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's, like, it's, it's fire. It's like one shot. That's it. You're good. You feel good. You know. It's it's fire. <laughs> Duce will be like my drink of choice. It's a cognac. Yes, cognac. A co- yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's comparable to the to the henny, which I applaud anybody who drinks henny. Yeah, sure, here you go. I love henny. Yeah, cause that's something I I, I drink whiskey and people look at me like I'm crazy. Like, yeah. like you drink that? That's just, a, and then but that's my reaction to Hennessy. <laughs> like you drink that? <laughs> yeah, I love Hennessy. So yeah, I've had like I've had get-togethers where all the homies were all hanging out or whatever, and you know we're drinking beers, throwing back maybe something simple, you know maybe a you know, vodka cranberry, whatever, yeah. and then somebody gets the bright idea like. Gotta get a bottle of Hennessy, and I was like, uh, now I know. Yeah. I now I know I am not supposed to be at this gathering anymore, cause, yeah. and you know, you you do want, you know, you, you take you you take a sip of one. You're not supposed to shoot it, that, and but they don't tell you that. They don't, yeah. the, the fun part I'm is watching you. Sh- yeah, the fun part is watching an unexperienced guy with <laughs> take Hennessy. A shot of take a shot of it. Yeah, throw that back. Yeah, go ahead. Man. I used to do that though. I used to take shots of Hennessy. Yes, but, I built up a tolerance for it though. Like, so that's what I'm saying. But but again, you said. You was shot out sometimes. Sometimes yeah. he was, yeah, he was, he was doing the most sometimes. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no. Um, so I applaud anybody who enjoys Hennessy as just a, a drink in general, because yeah, that's that's some that's some mean stuff. Um, but and do say, man. So yeah, now I I've had the white Hennessy, and that's a little bit smoother. Like that, I could drink. Not oh, that I I've had it too many. It. Yeah, it's it's not. But even then, I think it was. It, there was some coconut water involved too, so it kind of mellowed it out a little bit. It was good, very hydrating, very refreshing. Yeah, but yeah, no. Hennessy. I wanted to try. It. I've seen it, but I've never tried yeah. it. Yeah. But when I tried Duce, for example, like when I tried that, mm-hmm. I love Henny. But when I tried Duce, I'm like, yo, this is another level, and it's it's yeah. fire and it's smooth and it's you gotta mm. try it, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. Next time I pull up to a spot that has a a full bar, I'm Expensive. just gonna have to be like, yo, I'm just gonna. But so yeah, right. It's expensive, but like you said, if if it does the job with the yeah. with a single or maybe a double, if you want to spend a little bread, if it does the job and it works, then mission yeah. accomplished. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the worst thing is if you spend you know if you spend a lot of money out the pocket and then you're still sitting there going like I don't feel this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's get into this third beer because my I don't know because technology sucks and I can't play these damn messages now. <laughs> I'm gonna have to save it for the uh, the third segment. While while my my technical staff determines what the fuck is going on with the phone and not communicating with the damn device, but hold on, yeah, that's me. Oh, sorry. Wow. Yeah, it was fire. So Benny Benny approved of the uh, the barrel of monks. So this one's also a pale ale. Um, it is from Dangerous Minds. Yeah, Dangerous Minds. It is Water of Youth. It's an American Pale Ale, and um, I think that's yours. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it comes in at a six percent, so we're, we're we're climbing, we're climbing. And uh, it's brewed in uh, I think what is that? I think it's in Pompano. I think. <laughs> I'm thinking. Oh, uh, we're we're already we're already uh. uh boy. Yes. Okay. Oh yeah, no, we can't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are not Benji well, here. yo, Benji, this one's for you. <laughs> Salute, 
Yeah, this one's like a little bit more bitter at the other side. Mm-hmm. The other mm-hmm. side. Yeah. Um, this one was brewed with chamomile, and you're getting I'm at least I'm getting more of that that flowery taste. Yeah. Tastes like perfume. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about way. But that's yeah. <laughs> yes. Tastes like a fragrance. And, and and the only reason he knows that is just when you walk when you walk through the mall and you're talking and somebody from the perfume counter sprays and you're like, ah, I had my mouth open. Like, that, was, that was horrible. Why would you do that? Yeah, it's like lingering. Yeah. yeah, it does. It does. At least your breath won't smell like shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, he smells like liquor. Nah, bro. He smells like nah. violetas. Yeah, yes, like exactly. Shit. Yo. Sir, why does your breath smell like mistoling? <laughs> like, why, why, why does it smell? That's funny. That's funny you say that because I've heard, going back to IPAs, um, I've heard people compare IPA to pine saw. They're like, man, you drink that? That shit tastes like pine saw. And I was like, wow, that was interesting. I, I didn't, never saw that, that uh, analogy coming, like pine saw. It, it does. Now, now, now I'm tasting the flowers. Mm. I smell the perfume. Now I'm tasting the flowers. Yeah. It has a very, I mean, pale ales in general and IPAs also have like a, an earthy taste. But I, I was, never really drink like the most I would drink are like Coronas, Heineken. Yeah, I was never really into IPAs or <clears throat> mm-hmm. or any of that exotic those exotic beers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried a few IPAs though. I've never I never really liked them or Red Stripe or none of that. Okay. Yeah. What about uh? What about like uh? Stouts, the darker beers like the Guinnesses or. Yeah, I used to drink Guinness. Yeah? I drank a lot of Guinness in my wow. day. Oh, <laughs> yeah, shit. Okay, so we have... the Irish car bombs. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yo, Irish car bombs, bro. Those, those will sneak up, up on you nasty. For real. If, yeah. If Who put you onto the Irish car bombs? I bet you it was nobody Irish. Well, I used to go to the seven... <laughs> no, no, I was seven... I don't know if she's Irish. I have to ask her. I used to go to seven C's on 57. Never heard of it. 20, 20 if... Uh, never been. Never? It's a, it's a little... It's a little bar right there off of 57th. It was a fish market back in the days. Really? 57th by Coral Way. Okay. Next to okay. Duffy's. Okay, okay. Nah, let me know. I, I would go there, and the bartender at the time was Dalia. And I would always get, like, different shots and stuff. She's like, oh, have you ever tried Jameson? I'm like, yeah, I've tried Jameson. She's like, have you tried an Irish car bomb? I'm like, nah, I've never tried it. So she made me one. And when she made me one, like, I would ask for that shit every day. I'm like, yo, let me get another one. Let me get another one. I would drink, like, four or five a night. No. Yeah, I was drinking four or five a night, and then I, I'm like, all right, that was a bad idea because I gained a lot of weight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it tastes like yoohoo. This is great. It, it, tastes, it tastes like a fucking milkshake, bro. Because <laughs> you drink it and then like the shot, the the shot, and then all the you know like the yeah the, the cream it, the and the, 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 the Irish the cream. Yeah, the Irish cream. The Irish cream. You taste it then, at the end. Mm-hmm. So it's like you just drank a whole milkshake and it's yeah. fire. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, that's wild. That's wild. Yeah, I've had a couple experiences with the with the Irish car bombs. I've never banged out four in one night though. That was no? yeah. I think I might have maxed out at two. And trust me, that was that was a night where it was yeah. It's stories stories to tell. That's wild. That's wild. Damn Irish car bombs. Okay, and then yeah, the Guinnesses too. Um, let's get into this fourth and final beer. Oh, that's the killer right there. Yeah, this is the this is the mountaintop right here. This is definitely. We're rocking 8.9 right now. Uh, definitely has. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Definitely has an uh, an amber an amber hue. Yeah. <laughs> you driving, bro? 
let's give this one a go and see where it Thank takes us. Cheers, Cheers fellas. Okay. Whenever you're ready, let me know what you think. This tastes like bad decisions, bro. Yeah. 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 Welcome to Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast where decisions were made. And and they're bad sometimes. Yes. Yes. Now it's not it it tastes like bad decision, but it's not enough from deter to deter you from drinking it though. Oh, it was a good decision. Yeah. <laughs> it was a very, very good decision. Very good decisions. <laughs> but the decisions here on after might turn out to be bad decisions. Um <clears throat> So, so what do you think about the uh, uh, maybe an, another IPA that you get, you could add to your list of IPAs that you try? What's it called? It's called Seeing Double. Oh shit, that's I why should, I'm Seeing should, Double. <laughs> like, yeah. that's why. No wonder it yeah. fits it. And that's yeah. why I'm not reading off the stats like I'm supposed to. So this is from Infusion Brewing Company. I was so excited to drink this beer and get your thoughts on it that I forgot. It's Infusion Brewing Company. It's their Seeing Double. It's an IPA, 8.9 percent. I think we mentioned that earlier, and it's from Newport Ritchie, Florida. Um, yeah. That's I think that's the effect that they were trying to get with this yeah. was like I would I would I would drink that on the regular. Would you? Okay. Yeah. Cuz again, if if your if your goal is to get that feeling, yeah. you know what I'm saying, and within a short period of time like four Irish car bombs, then that, <laughs> that, might, that, that might be the way to go. I mean, I'm hit or I'm hit or miss on that. Sometimes I like, you know, like taking it slow, and mm-hmm. sometimes you're like, oh, "I just want to like, you know what I'm saying? I just I'll be here for 30 minutes. Let me just go ahead and Turn up right quick. Yeah, exactly. I mean? yeah, and there's other times you just want to take it slow and just, like, you're going to hang out at a venue for, like, three, four hours. Yeah. So and, then you and want, like, four or five beers until you don't want to get too fucked up because you want to drink. You know yeah, so mean? you'll stay somewhere around the, the three and four yeah. ABV so you could drink, you know, yeah. for an extended amount of time and just still be cognizant of what's going on and yeah. enjoy the company and whatnot. But if you're on some old, like, yo, I'm on a time crunch yeah, here. I just I'm want something double. to take that. <laughs> Seeing double. Seeing double. Seeing double. Damn. Well, with that being said, I guess it's no better time than the present to kind of go through the one through four. Um, let me know what your fir- your most favorite to your least favorite. All right, got you right now. I'm going to put C and double right here. That's mm. my first one. Number one. This is number two. Down to business. Okay. You got this the uh, single in, uh, single single in, the, in sun. the sun. Number two. Livestream Lager, number three. Okay. And then Violetas. What are the youth? <laughs> Number four. Yeah, the chamomile. <laughs> the chamomile, water of you. Bam. Excellent. Excellent. Be, yeah, I think that's that's the way to go. That's the rundown right there. That's the rundown. Dope, dope. Yo, my peoples. <laughs> K Legend, man. He played the game, yo. He sat through the beers, tried them. He just he just got back into drinking a month ago. So I got I gotta applaud him for um doing some training before he cooked he I'm came out to the it. podcast. I'm proud of it. I'm proud of it. I'm proud of it. <laughs> yeah. But you've been working, right? You've been yeah. putting, you've been putting thoughts together yeah. over music. Right? That's great. Um, there's more to come. We're gonna speak of the music. There's more to come. We gotta get into the beats uh, segment and then the eats. So y'all stay tuned. It's Bruce Beats and Eats. What about the beats? The beats. Beats. The beats. The beats. 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 Bruce Beats and Eats the podcast, and we have reached uh, the beats segment of the podcast. This is the. Uh, the, seg- the, the portion of the podcast where we get to know our guests' musical taste. And and since we have an, a, a bona fide MC in the house, um, we're, we're going to get to know more about their music. You know what I'm saying? Um, you got to hear a little bit in the beginning as far as the, some of the influences that he had growing up. Um, uh, just in South Florida, uh, attending Cyphers, doing the uh, talent shows. 
and then eventually putting together some work of his own. And uh, and yeah, we're definitely gonna talk more of Brown Recluse. Um, what inspired the you know the idea to to name it that, um, uh, and 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 so on and so forth. Uh, I don't want to get too much into like the future projects because I want to focus on Brown Recluse. Yeah. The, um, oh man, I wish I could remember the name of the song because you dropped the track list a while back and then you kind of. You, you, I raviolis the, and sugar water. Raviolis and yeah. sugar water. We yes. talked about it. Yes, exactly. It. So you, you posted it up on IG and you had the track list there, and then just just blind or definitely going into it because we didn't hear nobody heard it. It's like just by the tracks, the names alone, which which track you think is gonna be fire, and we landed on the same one, yeah. and then you you. <laughs> You just pretty much co-signed. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that one's good. That one's good. When I dropped the raviolis and sugar water, and you're like, yeah, that's one of the that's that's yeah, that's one of those. Yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's one, one of those track. special ones. They're it's all special. good, but that's one of those special ones. Yeah, <clears throat> so what? So what inspired the uh, the brown recluse as the title for the album? The brown recluse inspired me for the title because I feel like one day I was it was it was nighttime I was in my house and I'm like damn I need to come up with a fucking name for this album like I need to come up with a name for this album because I don't know it was going to be originally it was going to be I am legend okay and I was going to do a whole like Will Smith I am legend shit mm-hmm. and then I had went to my engineer Beatwave he's like yo you can't do I am legend I'm like why he's like cuz someone already did that I'm like mm. all right bet like so what could I think of bro and then I fucking remember I was looking online and I saw someone got bit by a spider, and it said brown recluse, right? Mm-hmm. Saw a video on, oh, like, a real someone getting bit by a spider, and the shit got swollen as fuck. I'm like, damn, and it was in Florida. Mm-hmm. And I got to thinking, I'm like, damn, brown recluse is, like, a fucking, like, that recluse, the word. I, it, yeah. it, draw, it drew me, because, you know, I'm reclusive, bro. I stay away from fucking everybody. Like, now I'm trying to, you know, get out there and be more social and do my shit, because I have to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As an artist. Yeah. But the idea came to, to me before then, and it's like, brown recluse brown we're hispanic you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying we're brown the spider the recluse spider it's a reclusive spider it lives in the underground it lives in dark places yep. and i feel like my music is in the underground it's in a dark place mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so like i won't be a web that's seen by people got you got yeah you. yeah 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 so at the time you know what i'm saying while i was making this album so i figured like the brown recluse it's like a fucking spider web i'm underground the deadliest out of florida mm-hmm. type shit yeah so it just all like just hit me at one time i'm like damn that's a dope like analogy, metaphor, type shit to call the album. Yeah. So then I thought about it, asked a few people, they're like, Brown Recluse, it just doesn't make sense. I'm like, fuck it, I'm just gonna go with it. I'm gonna go with what I feel. And then um, I just, you know, I, I thought about that, just that concept of the cover art and everything. Mm. And um, yeah, man, we took it took it from there. And I just thought it was that, you know, that whole Brown Recluse, like, I haven't seen anybody with an album called Brown Recluse or a spider yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe Metallica or something, they had a spider, right? Metallica? <clears throat> All right. They ha- no, they had the webs over the f- over the tombstones. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, there was like a, a cemetery with a bunch of tombstones, and then there was the wet. I believe there was like webs, or maybe that was like a puppet master. I don't know. Oh, so it's not webs. So it's the strings. That's what it is. It's the okay. Yes. Okay. So I got I, I butchered that analogy, um, but I'm not I'm not a I'm not a Metallica head. Yeah, no. But um, no. So. I, I really fuck with it. I saw the uh, I saw the cover art. I think it's dope. I think it makes, I, I think it made more sense to you back then, where people were asking like, simply because when when I heard the um, I don't know, maybe it's just through the process of getting more familiar with your work. When I heard the uh, the Jackson vibe, uh, freestyle, the Jackson, st- vibe, cipher, the Jackson vibe cipher, and that was very horror themed. So listening to that after seeing the cover art, where it was like, oh, this has this very like horror 
um, yeah. like movie feel. You know, what I'm saying you have like your face, the caricature of your face has like this almost bluish, like zombie-like hue. There's a, there's a spider coming out of your mouth, so yeah, it fits. I think it works. Me, like I mean, and like again, now I've had a lot of the, uh, I've seen a lot of this, like as opposed to the people you were telling at the beginning, where hadn't seen the vision yet. Yeah. Um, I can see why they could say I don't understand it, but me as someone who's just like now becoming more well rounded with, with your work and that and the the cover art, I'm like, oh yeah, this makes sense. Yeah. Makes so sense. about the brown recluse, it's mostly just a a concept. Like I have a couple songs that you know, uh, like antisocial is one of the tracks that I have on the track list. That's more of like a reclusive side of me. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, there's just like starving artists is more that type of feel. Like starving mm. artists to be starving artists is like more of that type of feel. And then I also have like so with this album, I wanted to put a little a little bit of everything. So I have okay. trap, I have drill, mm. I have boom bap, I have bars on every single track. I got mm. parody songs, I got <laughs> love songs, I got antisocial songs. Like we got it's everything. Like it hits everything. Club bangers, trap music. Like I literally have everything on this album. Wow. Wow. To, to headhunting music. Got you. Like war ready type. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out to Clip. And we got just all these tracks that we're just ready to fucking drop and just push the fuck out of this shit because it's just whether what if you love hip hop, you're gonna love something on the album. Mm-hmm. And if you fucking and if and if you don't love hip hop, you're gonna love it with this shit because I'm gonna hit every single type of subgenre in hip hop with this shit. Got you. You know what I mean? That's, so yeah. this this project is basically for me to have a catalog and a body of work of music to display the skill. This is mm. just the start. This is just the beginning, bro. Wow. This I haven't even started yet. I literally have not put my foot on the gas. I wow. literally just like, you know what, right? I just put yeah. the shit, I'm like, yo, we're gonna do this. I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this project. This is the start. This is like mm. the beginning of everything. Yeah. Like we haven't begun, bro. Bro, you know what's <laughs> and you know what's another uh I would easily easily is going to become another effect of it like you said it's like for people you're going to bring in you're going to provide various people with different um listening sensibilities something that they're familiar with whether it's one or the other this song or that song and what you're what what also happens when doing that I imagine is that now um the person you bring in that's a drill fan that's just you know strictly drill fan and, they, yeah. and they're there for that song or that that, that song comes across now they'll love that song so much that they're like, well, I got to listen to the rest of it. Exactly. And then it's it could happen. It could go down the, the route where they're like, all right, well, this song is not really that bad either. And this is a trap song, and I normally don't listen to trap. Or or vice versa. Like, you know, if I'm, I'm a hardcore hip-hop head purist, like I want to hear the boom-bap shit, that's what I'm here for. And then respect the pen and then the, 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 the musicality of the track. Like, I cannot be mad at anything else on there, even if I'm not... Even I'm not if I'm not most familiar with one of the other um, musical subgenres that you're you're uh, applying your 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 lyrics to, yeah. it's gonna draw me in because I'm like I gotta sit through this one anyway because this cat is saying stuff that I gotta I gotta listen to it anyway. Yeah. So that's I yeah man I I think that'll that'll be a successful a successful thing. I like the I like that strategy, yeah. providing a little bit for a little a little bit of something for everybody and then they're gonna stick around and the, listen to the, the rest. The thing about of the album though is like. Is a little bit for everybody, all the subgenres, mm-hmm. but it fucking flows. Like there ain't no okay. skips, and it just plays from beginning to end. Okay. And everything sounds not it's cohesive, not the same. But since I have the same producer, uh-huh. shout out to Risen Eight Hundred Eight, I have the same producer that made all the beats and the same engineer. Everything sounds like it belongs there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But yeah. then you go from like the first track is like a vibe, and then you have a, a trap beat, then you have 
a, a headhunting beat. Then you got like a, a fucking club banger, and it just all plays out well. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. There's no, there's no like, like you said, it's not that I don't skip, but there's no like sudden, like a start and then a sudden stop, and then you're like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing, here. like I don't yeah. know what what to get from this because it just, you took me from one place to the other, like yeah. this all has a continuity to it. In other words, it does, it does, it does, it all has, and then I, I try not to just abruptly stop it, Got stop you. it, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That was but always a, a, that. Was, I'm sorry to cut you off. That was a, that was a, a a technique that I often admired. Uh, from the artists that I listened to was that they were, you know, when they first started, when you was first hear people kind of come um, have like two songs in the album, like back to back, that somehow like the last instrument you heard on that first track kind of worked its way into that second track, but it's a whole, you know, it's on, in a yeah. whole different level. Sonically, that's a great thing. Like that always caught my attention and like my ear where I'm like, oh shit, they're, they kind of used that last instrument that played the song out on the last one, kind of worked its way into the next into song. The next one, yeah. And then, but it, it wasn't, like it, it took forced. a life of its own. Yes, it wasn't, it wasn't forced, forced. Yeah. and it took a life of its own. Cause then a couple seconds into the new song, you forgot about the whole thing. It's a whole other. Yeah, it's it's a this whole other entity as opposed to like just a, an extended verse of that one. Yeah. Um, you got some features on it. Um, do you usually go? I know it's not a popular thing to do three verses on songs nowadays. How do you feel about three verse versus two verse versus just one verse, one long solid verse? Okay, so I feel I have different takes on this. Okay. I feel that as an artist now in 2022. Three verses, people are not going to make it past the second verse. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's either jumping with a verse, coming with a hook, another verse, and end it with a hook mm -hmm. because they're going to skip by the third verse. Got you. And, you know, like, uh, if you look at your analytics on most of the tracks, if there's any track that have three verse, unless it's a storytelling track or a track that's 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 impactful, then you can have three, four verses. Like Correct. Cocaine, like Cocaine Dreams, for example. Yeah, uh, yes. You're so, leading me right down the path. Yeah, because so you could have, like, a storytelling that goes all the way down so to the So now you're end. tuned in. You got to figure you're out. You're tuned you're, in, so yes. you got to wait. Mm -hmm. Other tracks, like if it's a regular track or whatever, people are not gonna wait. Yeah. Unless it's their homeboy and they're like, all right, I'm gonna wait for his verse because that's my boy. Yeah. yeah. Check it out. But yeah. the average listener is yeah, not yeah. gonna listen to a whole four or five minute track. True. So that's why, like, I try to focus on two verses. Yeah. And two hooks. Mm. So that way, you hear the track, you fuck with it, you can bring it back if you want. You know what I'm saying? Or go to the next exactly. one. You know exactly. Exactly. I was gonna say that. I was like, in that, in your case, there's some, there's some artists that. Yeah, two verse. Stop. Stop now. <laughs> but but here's like, the thing about the two verse though. Mm -hmm. When I write my two verses, I don't write sixteen bars. I write twenty four. Yes. So either way, I'm writing. So you three got verses. a sneaky, you got a sneaky three in I'm there. I'm writing three verses, yeah, but yeah. I have twenty four bars. Twenty four is forty eight. Yeah. Sixteen, sixteen, sixteen. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, correct. Yeah. There's people who. That's what I was saying. It's like there's some songs I hear where like they do two verses, and I was like, ah, you could have stopped at the first one. You know what I'm saying? You <laughs> yeah. honestly have stopped at the first one. Um, and then again, it's probably because they only did like eight bars and then like they did another eight somewhere yeah. and they split it up with some maybe some harmonizing some singing in the middle and i'm like all right this is not what i was here for yeah. <laughs> but but uh, but no that's that's excellent um I, correct i i am i am of the i am of the 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 mind frame where it's like i'll take three verses that's fine i'm here yeah. for it i'm here <laughs> for it but it's because i listen to music differently than most people listen to music nowadays anyway I listened to it because I was like, I want to hear how this for for the lyricism. I want to yeah. hear what they um what they're talking about. How you know how do they keep it going? What you know inspired them to do a whole other verse? And so I'm there for that. Like that's that's mostly that yeah. lyrics for me. Lyrics come first. Yeah, I love lyrics. Like, but now it's like I I think now as in the current era of hip hop that we're in, mm -hmm. I think now it's like lyrics are always first. But now you want something that you could feel in the background. Mm. It's like if you're watching a movie, right, and you're watching a movie, and opposed to hearing an audiobook, 
Like, let's say you hear an audiobook about mm-hmm. a story, right? And mm-hmm. it's a fucking incredible story. But now you got a movie, and you got the same audiobook that's happening in the movie, but now you have the background scene, you can see everything. That's mm-hmm. how I feel now in 22. It's like with lyricism and, and beats. Because mm-hmm. if they synchronize together, it's just fucking incredible. Because yeah. there's a lot of lyricism, and, and people are like, no, 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 don't listen to the, like, fuck the beat, it's about the lyrics. I get that. Mm-hmm. But now if, if you find a way to put those lyrics on a dope beat that's an actual good beat, yeah. Now you have you have a fucking story. You have, you have your, a whole portrait. You have your cinematic experience. In yeah, other you words. have that cinematic experience. Yeah. You have that. You have that. So that's how I feel about it. But lyrics all obviously are, are the first. Like, if you ain't saying shit, I'm not gonna listen to you. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I don't listen to. I don't listen to a lot of rappers. I listen to some of the homies. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to like rappers, I can't listen to you unless I'm impressed by you. Yeah. If I'm not impressed, and I'll be like, and I, if I don't feel you as a threat, I'm not gonna fucking listen. To gotcha. You know what I gotcha. mean? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of cinematic experiences, let's get into it. I know I hinted it, hinted at it earlier. Um, that cocaine dreams, uh, a song that has more than two verses, and rightfully so, because like you said, <laughs> it's like, man, you have to, you have to hear the whole thing out. Uh, what inspired, what inspired that track? So what inspired cocaine dreams was a, uh, there was a period in my life where I was um. You know, dealing with that shit. Mm. I'm gonna get more into that story later, but uh, that that specific track was an actual true story that happened. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to talk too much about that. No, no. But it's 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 an actual true story that happened that occurred, and I decided to like you know change up some of the scenes and shit that happened. Gotcha. So it's not exactly what happened, but like for the most yeah. part, it is it's based. Yeah. And so I I, tr- I pretty much took Cocaine Dreams, and I wanted to be my first storytelling track. To see how people took it in, mm. and when I made Cocaine Dreams, I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna let me start. Let me let me try to storytell now in 2020, uh, 2019, whenever it dropped. I don't remember. And then I had I, I wrote the story out, and I'm like, you know what? I, I think it sounds like a good story. Let me go ahead and construct it now, separate it, and give it the good like finale. You know, I do everything from beginning to end. Got you. And then I, I fucking literally try to do as much as I can like lyrically with it to make it sound, to, to captivate the listener. So that's just my starting point of where I want to go with storytelling. It's not where I'm, like, this is just my beginning of storytelling. Yeah. yeah. Yo, yo, um, I, 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 you know what? I think I'm just gonna insert it here. I'm gonna insert the song yeah, here go because, <laughs> because y'all gotta listen to it. And, and as I'm hearing you tell me, yeah, so this is the first story rap I wrote. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, Yo, this is crazy. I wrote, I wrote one more. I, I wrote one storytelling track. I wrote one. It was called Runaway, but I wrote that like in 2012. So it didn't really count. I okay. Just, just wrote yeah. a story. But this is my gotcha. first actual one that I actually put out there. All right. Dope. Let's take a pause and listen to this song. Cocaine dreams. This ain't for everybody. This ain't for everybody. This ain't for everybody. Tory was a youngin' with a dream. He wasn't rich, he wasn't poor, but he was somewhere in between. Influenced by rap music, he uses a map to get a view. We had to do to start coming up with the cream. Infatuated with the money and bitches, nice cars, big houses. It was something that spanned his whole persona. I guess that he fell in love with the image of what these 
rapping, so he's flex, so he wanted to get it. He got to thinking, and that's when he chose to get some cocaine. Hits his homie that lives down on 6th and 14th. He's the plug and doesn't know that it's his forte to trick these shorties into flipping his shit for him. But it's cool, they went to school, so he thinks it's okay. Gets his number from this bitch that he chills with all day. Hits the plug like, hey, yo, it's me, Tori. I need a holla at you, bruh. I'll be there shortly. Cocaine dreams, this ain't for everybody. This ain't for everybody. This ain't for everybody. Cocaine dreams, this ain't for everybody. This ain't for everybody. This ain't for everybody. So he showed up at the plug's house. First thing he noticed was the gun sprout on the table, hung out. Bitches drugged out, opened the couch, suffered from the calm down. Plug comes out, little Tori's like, what now? The plug said, I got everything that you need. If you want to make money, I'm suggesting you get the clean. It's sell good, it smell good, plus it's better than selling weed. People always come back and they'll definitely be a fiend. Tori didn't have enough money to get the O, so the plug furling them half is to get me back when it's sold. I got you on a re-up. As long as you stick into the code, this is strictly business, but it's something Tori didn't know. So Tori hit the corner store and bought the bag and the scales. A burner phone just in case the feds were tapping the sale. He went home, started bagging up the package for sale. They left alone, now little Tori feeling savage as hell. Cocaine dreams, this ain't for everybody. This ain't for everybody. This ain't for everybody. Cocaine dreams, this ain't for everybody. This ain't for everybody. This ain't for everybody. So we hit up a local dive bar. He knew the DJ, the bartender, security, the whole nine yards. As long as he tipped good, see, he can make money. But he had a drink to make it seem like ain't a thing funny. He hit the restroom, started letting people try it. He saw everyone was drunk, but it didn't surprise him until they got crunk and started lifting up their eyelids. That's when he took a bump, and who knew that he would like it? So he took a few dubs for himself and thinks, fuck it, the well, shit, it ain't nothing to dwell over. I'll come up with a tell and tell the plug there ain't enough clientele to make the money to come up with the sale. His pocket buzzing, but ignore the phone. You know how the story goes. He can't pay the debt that he know he owes. It's a road that we know Lil Tory chose. Now things are about to go farther like the Maury Cocaine show. Cocaine dreams, this ain't for everybody. This ain't for everybody. This ain't for everybody. Cocaine dreams, this ain't for everybody. This ain't for everybody. This ain't for everybody. Time passes, the bars popping, the cars popping, cigar botching, we get enrolled, his heart's throbbing, freeing the moan, his jaws locking, he doesn't know that what he's snorting is not profit, he's got problems. A few sips turn into wine, a few hits turn into lines, a few chicks observe the signs, but his cock's throbbing. He gets hipped in and entwined, the mix signals are fine, a lick, but he is blind, he's not stopping. Now he's headed towards the telly with these two bitches, he just met, ignoring the cell, he knows dripping, he's so lifted, but he just goes with it, he knows that he owes, bro, to the Tory, makes no difference. Once they get Inside the room, Tori opens a bottle, pulls out his last 50 bag, knowing both of them follow. Plus, they both thick and bad, and they supposed to be models. He closes the door, sitting back, and starts to grope him and fondle. So he grabs the first chick, gives her a shot with a chase, takes a bump off her titties, and he's gotten a taste. The other chick stands up, panties drop from her waist, looks in the bathroom, sees the plug, and gets shot in the... All right, we're back, man. <laughs> Yo, I, I mean, I was already impressed way before we even played it on the episode. I was definitely way impressed. Um, and I'm glad that the listener got a chance to listen to it now. And um, and I, I mean, I, I'm still to this moment, just the storytelling, yeah. the, the just the exclamation at the end where you don't get a chance to finish that last line or yeah. that last word before, Yeah, you know, they, they hit it with, Yo, Tori... Tori got it bad. Yo. <laughs> Tori got it bad. Yo, that's that Tori is slipping. that was crazy, man. That was crazy. Um, and I, I at this point I could only look for I could only imagine what's gonna come from you as far as storytelling 
moving forward. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else that... Uh, I was actually thinking about an EP that okay. I'm actually trying to work on now. Um, I'm actually trying to get the beats together, and I'm working with a few producers okay. to get some beats to make a storytelling EP that I have in the works. So that's something I had in mind. Um, just I'm, I'm waiting for Brown Recluse to drop. Okay. And then so I can start working on other projects because go. Brown Recluse is going to be like my foundation for mm. K-Legend. Like you want to hear K-Legend, go listen to Brown Recluse. Brown Recluse. Yeah. But like the next tracks that I want to do are like I want to do a storytelling type shit. I want to mm. do some boom bap. I want to okay. try different and experiment with different things. Yeah. And different genres and stuff. And okay. I just want to like see oh. see what works. Okay. People like more. What What is the... um. What's uh, speaking of other genres? What's the like the craziest thing you probably rap on? Like out of like really left field. I know like right now you got you got uh Drake just dropped the house album. Yeah. Uh, you know it, it's like what what's something that you I mean people might be surprised to think that yo he, he's rhyming over this or. Uh, I mean, I thought it was Drew at one point because when I dropped Penny for Your Thoughts, nobody was rapping on Drew. Mm. When I made Penny for Your Thoughts, okay. nobody was on Drew. Yeah. But now it's like, I mean, I'm thinking about rapping on Lo-Fi. Doing some bars on Lo-Fi. Okay. That would be dope. Yeah. Lo-Fi? I mean, I think, go, I think it goes hand in hand. I, I can see that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see and that. Then, maybe even Afrobeats. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Afrobeats. Yeah, yeah. Or like even freestyle, like some like you know Stevie, mm. a track mm-hmm. where like Stevie B. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true. I think, shit, it, I think it'll fly. I think it'll fly. Coming from like that being part of your youth, where yeah. you heard it around you. How did you link up with with Ryzen? You said UK. Oh, I know. Risen? Oh, Risen. oh, I'm sorry, Risen. Shasta Risen. Um, I know there was a. I'm trying to remember which which cipher was it where you said um, uh, making my songs are heard from. Miami to the Miami UK, to, Miami to London. Miami Collabing to on London. Tracks from Miami to London. There yeah. you go. Yeah. So is that where you uh? Yeah, where you that's connected? when I first linked up with. So I linked up with Risen. I had met um, I had met Jay. Jay is my homie out in London. He's the one who linked me up with Risen. He's the one who gets me a lot of beats, a lot of connects. Okay. He's a good homie of mine. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He's always showing me love. And then he sent me a beat by. By Risen, he sent me the first beat by Risen. It was uh the track I got on the album with DU Ivan. It's called I Love It. Oh shit, shout out to DU Ivan. That's- so that was the <coughs> first track that Risen sent me. That was that beat that he sent me. Okay. And I did the track with DU Ivan. We dropped the track, but we never released it. It's been there literally for like three, four years already. Just okay. sitting sitting <laughs> waiting for the album <laughs> to drop. Marinating. Just there. So that was the first song I did with Risen. But when he heard the song, he's like, yo, that's fire. And he fucked with me. Mm. So then he's like, yo, like I believe in you, you know what I mean? Like, me and him are, like, the 2022 fucking M and Dre. Like, okay. me and Risen. You know, okay. so Risen's like, yo, I got you, bro. He's like, let's let's work. And we started working, and we we cooked up a bunch of shit. So I did. I did. I love it. After that, I did a few more few more tracks. I did Alphabet Soup, and I did Hunger Games. I okay. did Alphabet Soup and Hunger Games. He's like, yo, that shit's crazy. So then I'm like, all right, look, I got this idea in mind. So I told him, like, let's, let's do an album. Let's work on an album. He's like, all right, bet. Let's do it. So we went. We picked the beats about... It started with like we were gonna do an EP. We're like mm-hmm. we're gonna do like five, six tracks. After that, it went to eight, then ten, then twelve, and then fourteen, and sixteen. And we're like, all right, we gotta cut it soon, bro, because if not, we're gonna have a double fucking album. Like you know what I'm and saying? And those definitely don't move nowadays. No, because now, now it's like I have I have some dope tracks that I'm working on with Risen. Yeah. Anyways, gotcha. so we have like three, four. I'm like, damn, this could have been a twenty fucking. But at the same time, like sixteens are he. Benny's like, 16 is too fucking much, bro. And I'm like, <laughs> he's like, for me, I love it, but 16 is too much. How dare track. you, Benny? <laughs> hey. I'll no, take like, a 16 no, but track he's real. project. He's like, you know, 
my, this is my wise counsel. Shout out to Ben. Yeah, yeah, shout he out always to ben. fucking shows me the shout way. Like, ben. When I'm blind, Benny's like, yo, look, you're doing it wrong, motherfucker. <laughs> so, so when I we got to 16, we're like, all right, we're gonna stop. 16, 16 bars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All lines up. Numerology in effect. But yeah, so me and Risen, Risen's fucking, he's dope, man. Yeah. And I've seen Risen the same way I got better with bars, Risen got better with beats. Okay. Oh, that's so awesome. I was getting better lyrically, because if you listen to Alphabet Soup and Hunger Games, the beats aren't as good as his beats now. And if mm. you listen to my bars, they're not as good as my bars now. So it's like, since we're progressing together, I told him, like, yo, bro, we the fucking 2022 M and Dre right now. Yeah. And like, we're going to do this, dog. Primo so, yeah. and Guru. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. That's fire. That's yeah, fire, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for this project. Um, like I said, I've seen you perform um, at Esquina de Abuela. Shouts to uh, WVCC. H, H and the fam over there. H. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, yeah, and, and put on a hell of a show. Man, I know there's one more place I've seen you perform. I could have sworn I've seen you perform somewhere else. But no, and it might have been just through the video. Now you, you, you're doing a lot of video work as well. Yeah. You're putting together. As a matter of fact, I'm sure Benny's helping out with some, uh, some of the videography. Yeah, Benny videography. does the reels, yeah. Like 90% yeah. of the reels, Benny does. 98, nice. 99% of the reels. Nice. Benny does that shit. Dope. And shout out to Calamity, the whole grid. Oh, yeah, man. Shout out to Calamity, I jacked too. the wave. You already know, bro. Hey. <laughs> But yeah, we've been started. We've been doing like uh, we're doing reels. You know what I'm saying? We're doing videos. We got a bunch of like uh, videos coming out soon. Okay. For the album, for everything Dope. in general, freestyles. Yeah. Taking over, bro. We taking over Miami, bro. Rightfully so, man. Over, like you, like you South should, Florida. bro. This, hey, listen, man. There's there's nothing wrong with having an overabundance of of talent, especially in your backyard. Like, and that's who we should all go out and support, man. I know I said it earlier. Like, if if, if people are putting on shows in your area. And yeah. then you're going to act like, oh, I don't know any of these guys. Well, get familiar because, exactly. trust me, there's going to come a point in time where you want to be able to say, honestly say, like, I oh, him. I've been on it. Yeah. I I've known his work. Oh, or, or, or you put somebody else to something, maybe you, you know, the earlier works. Yeah. Like, oh, you think that's dope. Go back and check out this. Go back and check out that. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Do that now before, you know what I'm saying? You find yourself in a spot where you're, where somebody tells you about someone from another place because now social media has us all like living on the same you know block. It's like before somebody from another area, London or somewhere, yeah. tells you, "Oh, you're from Miami. Oh, so you know K Legend." And then you don't. The last thing you want to do is go, "Who?" Yeah, exactly. Because like, that makes that looks that reflects on you as a like, yeah. yo, you don't know who's in your own backyard. That's fire. Yeah, exactly. Like, come on, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So so get into it. Get busy. They need to know, bro. They really need to know. They do. <laughs> they do. They gonna. They gonna. That's what we're here for. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back to the, the format that we usually do. I usually ask, um, like, you know, what's something that's on your playlist now? I, or do you listen to music while you're working on your own shit, or? I don't. I, all right, so, like, the weird thing about me is I don't listen to hip-hop like that. Okay. The only time I listen to hip-hop is, like, I'm driving in the car or some mm -hmm. shit, and it's just a playlist or whatever the fuck. Yeah. But I don't listen to hip-hop like I used to. Gotcha. Because um, I, I listen to more, like, R&B. I listen to lo-fi. I listen to alternative music. You know what I'm saying? But, like, hip-hop, I don't really listen unless it's, like, an M album dropping. Okay. Or one of the homies that, that I fuck with dropped the track. And mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go peep the track. Listen, gotcha. all right, he's dope. You know what I'm saying? Or listen to a project. Like, if Benny were to drop a project, I'm like, all right, I'm listening to the whole fucking thing from start to finish two, three times. Mm -hmm. Catch all the bars. You know what I'm saying? But as far as, like, hip-hop in general, unless it's M dropping an album or J. Cole or somebody yeah. dropping an album. There's no rush. Yeah, There's it's no... no, like, oh, did you hear... Drake's out? No, I'm not listening to Drake. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, respect to Drake. He's yeah. like, you know, he's doing but it's his just thing. You're not, but yeah, you don't have, you don't, you don't feel the urge to go yeah. tune into a whole Drake album. No, I got yeah. you. I got you. Um, what's something that people would be surprised to hear you playing? Like, you know, you're, you're riding in your car and someone would be like, 
Yo, what are you listening to? Probably my lo fi music. Oh, it's the lo fi. Okay. Yeah, listen yeah, yeah. Lo fi shit. Yeah. I listen to a lot of lo fi because it's like, you know, just life in general, bro. Like, you know, the way everybody lives and you live and shit. Like, you need that peace of mind at night. Mm. Like, you need to relax, bro. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes I'm tense and like you can't even sleep. So I put on lo fi and that shit just like, all right, nice. yeah, I'm chill. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I don't smoke. I don't smoke weed, so. There you go. Welcome Feel to the club. <laughs> I found the other person in Miami that doesn't I smoke don't. weed. Hey, bet. <laughs> bet. No, no. <laughs> I don't smoke weed. Everybody, hey, I get that shit around me all the time. Yeah. These are ounces. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, damn, yo, when I was a jit and I was like, fuck, I got to come up with 20 bucks for a fucking dub. Now y'all motherfuckers offering me the shit. Like, I see, like, <laughs> ice cream wedding cake cush. I'm like, yeah, yo. like, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm seeing double right no, now. Like, <laughs> so, it's an infusion. I'm seeing double right now. <laughs> oh, uh, last two things I'm gonna throw at you is uh, um, uh, a producer you would like to work with, um, just somebody you think you your your rhymes would go well over. Shit, I don't even know, bro. Like I, I don't. Again, cause yes, yeah, I guess if you're not like not too familiar to, with mm -hmm. the producers out there in the game, I would like to do something with like a like Da or 808 or Metro Boomin. Okay. Or like okay. like Metro Boomin. Yeah. Or one of these like, dope-ass trap commercial producers. Gotcha. I would like to do some lyrical shit mm. with one of them. That would be dope. Have you ever um, have you ever heard of um, Ill Mind? Ill Mind. Yeah, he's a producer. He has he had a series. I don't know if he's still doing it, but I know. I want to say like late 2015, maybe early 2016. He had a series called Boom Trap. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, if you have a chance, Produ right, dope producer. He's done stuff for Sky Zoo. I think he did a whole Sky Zoo album. Um, he's done. Oh, he did a uh, Human with Joel Ortiz. He did a whole album with Joel Ortiz. Um, but he had a series called Boom Trap. Pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. Um, yeah, he kind of like brought the two together, the Rob two Boom worlds Bap together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, check that out. Check that out. Ill mind. Ill mind. Ill mind with the exclamation point as the I. And uh, the other question would be is like, uh, I'm, I'm sure, you, like you said, you have features on this track, is, on this on this next project. Um, is there anybody in South Florida that you would like to get on a song that you haven't already collabed with? Anybody from South Florida that I yeah. want to get on a song? Shit, I mean, or you've or you've hit all those marks. I've hit, I've hit up the homies that I uh, the, that I want on the track. The only buddy I would fuck with like that we don't actually have a song that I release is like. Benny okay. or uh, or Mancito, which I have a track coming out with Mancito on the album. Okay. Or uh, possibly, I have a track with D.U. Ivan coming out. I have a track with Jay gotcha. Santana. As far as other Miami artists, I mean, hey, I've, I've hit, the thing is I've hit a lot, a lot of artists to work and like down here, it's like, it's kind of hard to work with artists down here. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Got you, got it's, you. It's kind of hard to work with artists down here. Got you. Yeah, that's all, you, that's, that's enough. <laughs> yeah, you ain't got to expound on it. That's good. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Um, my peoples, man, you got to listen to Cocaine Dreams. If you're not already, like, hitting follow, you, you listen to it on Spotify. Why don't you just hit follow just underneath the word K-Legend? Like, there's a follow button there. Just hit the, just hit the follow button. It's only going to get better. That was his first, like, story rhyme that he put out there, and I was blown away by it. But that's not it. He's got a bunch of other stuff on there. He's got the Chupacabra, which also has a video shot by Benny. All right. Was that? Well, okay, yeah. Me and Calamity. In conjunction with Calamity. Okay, shouts. Word. Got you. Yo, shouts to Calamity for putting work on the edits. Yo, that's that's the... No, that's all, y'all. That's it. Shout out to Rain and... 
Fame, Mancito, uh, Kamari, and, and Mario playing the GOAT in that one. We couldn't have done it without them boys. Like, they really, yeah, they really came through that day and fucking put in work, man. That was a, that was about, what, like a nine-hour shoot? Nah, like 12, 14 Something hours like probably, that. bro. It was yeah. fucking sundown to sun up, and we did it all in one day in an abandoned, hot, sweating fucking building. <laughs> <laughs> straight soldier status on it so like yeah, for real, shout bro. out to all them boys for that because that's the reason why it, that's the reason why I came yeah it's a beautiful thing where when when everybody puts in a uh it's a uh not a, not a consensus uh, effort but like everybody a puts effort, in a yeah. team effort you know what i'm saying to make something like that happen and then and then the product come out the way it does you know shout yeah. to everybody involved for sure yeah it was oh. That was the first video y'all had put, worked on together with. Yeah. Wow. Oh, man. And that was like Chupacabra. Like, people, you know, Chupacabra, it's one of, it's like probably one of my best videos out right now. But, like, mind you, bro, I, I didn't, I never took this shit serious. I just, mm. like, I was a rapper. Mm -hmm. But I just started, I met, I linked up with Benny and we're like, yo, it's go mode. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. we came up with the idea for Chupacabra. And when we came up with the idea for Chupacabra, he came up with the idea. Mm. I didn't come up with the idea. Yeah, he came up with that Benny shit. with the treatment. I was gonna go to. I told him, "Yo, I'm like, yo, I want to do a video to this this track." And he's like, "All right, what you want to do?" Like, I want to go to the woods. He's like, "Yo, fuck that." <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, "What do you mean, fuck that? That's a dope idea. I mean, with a machete in the woods, and you know, like, he's like, "No, fuck that. I got this idea." He's like, "You're calling yourself a chupacabra. What if we get a fucking goat?" I'm like, like an actual goat? He's like, "No, I'm at a forgo goat, bro." <laughs> so we got the fucking goat, and we we came up with this. He came up with all I did the storyboard. I'm like, "He's like, we're gonna do this, 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 this." I'm like, "Bro, just run with it, dog." Yeah, you just just do your shit. Cause my idea was trash. The fuck, we gonna do in the forest? You know? <laughs> but he came up with the idea, and I'm like, "Yo, that's fuck it." <laughs> my peoples, go check out Chupacabra. Follow Cage Legend. Um, we still got one more segment to go. It's Bruce Beast and Easter Podcast. Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast, and we have reached the Eats portion. Yeah, man, this is, this has been this has been great so far. Um, hold on a second. We, we're gonna take a pause real quick. I told y'all, I told y'all we were going to get to these, um, these voicemails, all right? Uh, technical department came through and, and made shit happen. So, um, bear with me with some of these, um, uh, these, these voicemails. Let's see what we got here. Let, let, let's, let's, give, let's, let's give this, let's give this a go. Yo, Ad, what up? Oh, Ryan, just wanted to say thank you for, uh, showing up to La Blancha and helping me out with that and everything and also... Uh, right now, I ain't sipping on no brew because it's the morning. I'm on my way to work, and if, uh, if I were to show up uh, inebriated, <laughs> probably be fired. But uh, oh, yeah, lately, sure. I've been sipping on nothing but that good old Modelo. I know, very generic of me, but it is what it is. I'm interested in that Gun Hill brew that you, you spoke about with Lane. Okay. Uh, Gun Hill Road is actually when you said gun hill brew i'm wondering if it was connected to gun hill road in uh bronx and uh looks like it was judging from your episode interested on where i can find that um uh shout out to you man for helping me with that blanche again and i'm looking forward to the upcoming uh stuff you got going on at yeasty um you know that that event the hip-hop night with uh cap city august 6th Gonna be out there for sure. Peace. Damn, bro. Yeah. 
That's amazing. Uh, he just came on my show and was like, yo, I'm going to help you promote. Yo, dope. Yo, Ryan, that's why you fan, bro. Um, yeah, man. The, yeah, the Gun Hill. The Gun Hill beer was from up north. Um, that came by way of one of the sponsors here, uh, Beard, Brews, and Food, Lewis. Shouts to him again. If we didn't do that already earlier. Yeah, he brought he brought some of that, and it was it was actually very good. Um, yeah, like I said earlier, uh, La Plancha 3 is coming. You know, before you know it, September 2nd, back at 10th Level Tavern. Um, th they haven't released the uh, the artist performing there, but I'm sure it's not going to be nothing but fire from the South Florida uh, scene. And, um, yeah, man, shouts to XS, shouts to Orion. Um, yeah, brothers put on a, an excellent an excellent event there. Let's get into this. Let's get into this next one. Yo, what up? This is One Legs Only. Big shout out to Booze Beats. You know what's up? We were listening. We're here live. Life Life WVCC. See you next time, all here. Booze Beats and Eats. One Love from One Legs Only. Peace. Yeah. What up, One Legs? One Lex, my 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 uh my motivator, my weekly motivator. Uh, check out y'all follow One Lex only. Yeah, man, I appreciate you you calling up. Yeah, WVCC. Uh, H did a great job in in uh spreading the the the, the number around on the last uh, one of the last broadcasts. You got people tuning in and, and and doing what I've been trying to get done for like the last four months. Is somebody call this damn line? <laughs> and you did that in one night, bro. Yo, shouts to fucking you, H. WVCC two nights a week Tuesdays and Thursdays. You got to get on with H before yeah, the yeah. album drops. That I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah, you got to get on there with him. Um, H, yeah, H did it. Yeah, shout out to H. Sure, for sure. Yeah, one Lex only Orion so far. We got two more, man. I'm excited, bro, because this is like the most interaction I've had. Like it's like, oh shit, yeah, this is great. <laughs> now I feel like I gotta cut a check to H. But uh, <laughs> let's see who else we got here. Hold on a second. What up, what up, yo? This is H. Toast of WVCC, Sice Life Radio. Yo, I'm Speaking calling into Bruce Beats and Eats while playing our Thursday night show of WVCC just to let you know you got to go eat at Mr. and Mrs. Buns in Kendall, one of the dopest spots for the dopest sandwiches you are ever going to taste, man. Fantastic food. Go out there, enjoy some sandwiches on your boy H. Yo, WVCC Sight Life Radio, we rock with Old Head Ed, Bruce Beats and Eats, and uh, I'm off to get an IPA. Make this gout flare up. Peace. <laughs> Yo, H, you know what it is, man? It's, it's, uh, they're doing my job for me, man. I'm over here, like, they're promoting their shit. They're promoting my shit. Uh, H's gout is going to flare up now because he's going to have an IPA, apparently. But, yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Buns, I I've never been in Kendall. Um, I got to check it out next time I'm in the area. With the Shit, well, that, that leads us into a great segue. I got one more message, but that leads us into a great segue because this is the Eat segment. So H did, like, his timing was impeccable with the, with the food request. And it's not that difficult, my people. Y'all listening? It's simple. Call up. Tell me what you're drinking. Orion said Modelo. Um, H got that Mr. and Mrs. Buns and Kendall, a spot to eat at. And let's see, maybe somebody throws me something as far as a uh, music recommendation. Let's, let's get into this last one and then we'll get into the, um, into, into K Legends food taste. Peace, peace, peace. The one and only DJ Glyph Styles checking in. Bruce Beats and Eats. You know what I'm saying? Shout out, brother. Me and the Queen would like to check out a spot called Felix's Fish Camp. 
locally down here on the beautiful Gulf Coast of Alabama for that fresh seafood, you know what I'm saying, and the fly drinks and the ambiance. All right? Salute. Yeah. Shouts to Glyph Styles. Um, Shouts to Glyph Styles, the DJ behind the Southern Comfy Project. Him and um, him, him and H dropped that recently, and and the provider of the cuts that you hear on the uh, the intro to the to the bruise portion. Um, Shouts to you, my brother. I appreciate the call. I appreciate you helping me out with that that intro. And um, yeah, man. Whenever I'm, I didn't even know that they called the um, any part of Alabama the Queen, but I guess that's you know the, I guess somewhere along the uh, the Gulf Coast. I'm gonna have to check that out, man. Find myself in a in a spot. You know what, man? I'll get at it. I get at it. I don't know, Benny. <laughs> no, 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 I'm gonna take that orange shit. Okay, you go to life. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna Already settle down. He's he's gonna he, Benny's gonna drink the lo-fi version of this of Fuck these right. beers. <laughs> where it's like just settle yeah, down. Yeah, give me the lo-fi <laughs> yeah. all day long. No, notice how we we save this for last. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's still full, bro. Shit. Not touched. Not touched. Um, <laughs> we'll be seeing double. What we're also what we're, <laughs> what we're also saving for last. Now that you mention it, K Legend, what we're also saving for last is uh, is what is we're gonna discuss. Um, man, you, 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 the go-to dish, the the food choices, um, something you grew up eating. We're gonna hit on all of that. But what's what's that go-to dish? The one that you can't live without. Man, I love tacos, bro. That's my shit. I can fuck with taco, like Taco Bell. I can eat Taco Bell any, any time of day. <laughs> But tacos, but tacos though. No, no, hold on, I'm getting to a point. I'm getting to a point, bro. Let Listen, him circle dog. around, Benny. Let the, the, judgment, around, the judgment <laughs> dropped heavy. You're already judging me, dog. Hold on, <laughs> yeah, bro. Hold on. First I of felt all, the weight of that. Don't you talk shit about Taco Bell, bro. Dude, bro. you said Taco Bell, and they said I'm judging. We you. fighting. On, we fighting, bro. Look, Taco Bell is fire. Hit him. But tacos, like I love the Mexican tacos, like from like, okay, like, the original uh, corn tortillas. One of the spots I go is. It's Ijole Taco, right on 20, I think it's on 22nd and Northwest 7th. Okay. That's just fire. Is that's it? just gas. Yeah. yeah. And I, I like the Mexican tacos with the hot sauce and all that. That's just fire. Mm. That's blessing. Okay. Well, Probably going to go there now, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's one stop that Benny won't be making it to. But Taco Bell, here, let me, let me tell you. Let me, Taco Bell <laughs> fire, bro. Taco Bell yeah. fire. Oh, it's like I can't oh, believe it's okay, not Mexicans, no, the, dog. It's like, I can't. <laughs> it looks Mexican, but it's not Mexican. I wouldn't be surprised if a, if a food truck if a tr- food truck pops up that it says I can't believe it's not Mexican and they saying. got like some of the the fire I'll, I'll get behind that, bro. I'm investing them. No, oh, crazy. What what's the uh, the protein of choice with the taco? Uh, a beef. Beef. Okay. Beef. Yeah, yeah. Not bad. Beef not bad. Yeah. Okay. Now, okay. It's been a minute since I've had Taco Bell. Um, I heard they brought back the Mexican pizza, which was one of the ones that I really. Oh, right, yo, that, really, that got me hot, though. They brought that shit back for like a week. Uh, there was a time was frame. Like, Hold up, bro. Hey, they brought it back. They brought that bitch back. Look, they brought back the Mexican pizza, right? My uh-huh. heart was broken when it left. But when it came back, them niggas only want to bring it for a week. So I went to Taco Bell. Like, the other day, it's still on the menu. And they're like, oh, no, we don't have it no more. Any Taco Bell is sold out. What? But that shit yeah. is gas. The Mexican pizza is fire. Bro. <laughs> dude. Don't hate. It's I mean, it's the, the most pizza. unauthentic Mexican dish there. I know, but, but think, about, think about good, Taco Bell though. like this. Look, like oh, it was good. I mean, I haven't had right, it. Look. I haven't had it in ages. I, I'm not. I'm not agreeing with what I'm gonna say. So don't judge me for this. But let's say you fucking a bad bitch, right? And then you have another bad bitch, but her titties are fake and her ass is fake, but she looked like the bad bitch. I mean, Taco Bell Mexican tacos, like you know what I'm saying? It's kind of the same <laughs> in a way. One's cheaper. I think. Right? I think. <laughs> I think yeah. 
me? I, I think Benny's argument there would be um be uh don't about argument for me. <laughs> no. Look up the grade of me. Oh yeah, 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 no, yeah, no, I, I yeah, can yeah. argue with you there. You can't, you can't, you can't right yeah, no, but you can't ruin the fun. We all know that. We all know that it's, it's not. Yeah, you're not getting anything quality. The greater food you're getting matches the price tag. It's simple and plain, but you get things done. A dollar, two dollars for a burrito. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, I ain't gonna lie. Back in the it's day, it's like ten dollars for three small ass tacos. And that's what I'm saying. Back in the day, we, you know, we, I, I fucked up Taco Bell. I ain't gonna sit here in front <laughs> like I didn't. You know what I mean? One time, bro, we went and ordered like 150 bucks of Taco Bell one time oh, between four of us. We were so fucked up, and um, and bro, I mean, to the hey, they stopped us halfway through the order, and they were like, "Yo, just is this a real order, y'all? Please, because it's the end of the night. Don't make us make all this shit, and y'all fucking." We in the car. We like, what the fuck you talk? Yeah, man, get the fuck with the goddamn food. <laughs> and uh, we, you know, I'm young. It's you know, what it, 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 it is. But um, I done fucked up some Taco Bell, and then some Taco Bell done fucked me up, and that's why I stopped fucking with Taco Bell. The big payback. <laughs> Taco Bell's fine. Right. <laughs> oh damn. Have you ever? I always ask uh, when it comes to tacos. I always ask my guests. Have you ever tied? Um, tried. Have you ever? It's funny. I said tied, tried, and I'm gonna ask you about tongue tacos. So, Cause I couldn't get my tongue to function there, oh. and I'm like, Ty tried. Have you ever had tongue tacos? Nah. Okay. I wouldn't. I put, when, I put my tongue in the taco though. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! Hold on. No, that's not it. Hold on. No, that's not it. There we go. There you go. Wow, you heard it twice. No, no, I've never tried. Nah, it. Never, I've never, never tried. Never, okay, bro. I've never tried it, bro. One never. of those. One of those. One of those nights when you're feeling like, yo. Okay, legend. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nothing stopping me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And you find yourself at, like, at a food truck or whatever. Ask them if they got it. But do yourself a favor. I've seen it, though. I've seen it. I've seen, seen the, the, the lengua. The lengua. Yeah. Yeah. yeah taco I've lengua. never tried it. Do yourself a favor. Whenever you're feeling bold, get yourself one, the lengua, and one of steak. And eat the two and tell me what you think is better. I'm just interested in knowing yeah. what you think I'm, is better. I'll try it. I'll yeah, let yeah. you know. I'll do DM that. you. I'll do let that. you know. That's, Yo, yeah, that's the, never the, trying it again. The lengua challenge. I've had it. I've had it. You like it? Yes, I was thoroughly pleased. Now, there's definitely, um, I say it because my first tongue taco experience was at a laundromat. I know, it whoa, sounds whoa, crazy. Whoa, pause, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, it sounds worse than Taco Bell, but I, I, I wasn't gonna say shit. You yeah. know? Oh, shit. Uh, you reserve all the judgment for K Legends. Um, <laughs> judge me, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was it was it was like right smack dab next to like a laundry mat. It was like the laundry mat and then like a little kitchen and a counter and some yeah. and like four tables. And um and I was I was on I was I took a trip to visit the homie, Set Seven, shouts to Set Seven, the um the creator behind the original Bruce Beats and East logo. And I've told the story before. And uh, we, he's like, yo, they got a taco spot right around the corner from my house. And I'm like, all right, fuck it, I'm down for some tacos. <laughs> get that, you know, get that out the way early, and then we can go chill, do other shit. So I pull up and I'm like, yo, they got ton tacos. And I don't even think he told me to try them. I was just on my own, <laughs> my own free will. I'm like, fuck it, man. I'm on vacation. Like, yo, let me get one of the tongue tacos. Let me yeah. get a steak one and let me get a chicken one. <laughs> Bro, I walked away going, yo, that tongue taco was better than all of them. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. how I felt about. That's how I felt about like the. Uh, it was like a month ago. My cousin works at a Cajun restaurant. Okay. Up in Kendall, I forgot the name. Oh, Walk-ons. It's like okay. a. Bar, grill, Cajun type shit. Okay. I went over there and I tried alligator. Okay. I'm yeah, like, the gator oh. bites. 
Yeah, I tried the gator bites. Uh-huh. That shit was fire. I'm like, yo, that's better than chicken, bro. <laughs> that's how so I guess I'm going to try lengua just because you said that. Because yeah. I, was, I was shitting on alligator. I'm like, I ain't trying no fucking bro. alligator. That shit going to give me, like, some shit. Hey, <laughs> I, this is what we're going to do. We're going to link up. I, I haven't done that in a while. But uh, I used to do... Um, there was a couple. I didn't use it. It's not like it was like on the regular basis. But a couple times I did a, a Bruce Beast and East Street Level for the YouTube page. Oh, yeah, there it. is a YouTube page. Let's do it, dog. So, <laughs> so Street Level is the version of Bruce Beast and Eats where it's a small video real quick. While I pull up, when I pull up with somebody to a place and we either gra- we'll grab a beer at one place and then we'll grab food somewhere. Oh, bad. And then we'll walk up, and then we'll just we'll just clip it up. We can even make a reel out of it, and then we'll go in there and we'll do that. That I'll I'll roll with you, and we'll get that lengua taco and the tongue taco, and then just to get like capture your experience right then and there. And then you you know you give us the honest opinion, and then boom, we'll shoot. We gotta do that. I'm down. All right, fuck it. Yes, I'm down. Dope. So it's gonna happen. (laughs) It's gonna happen. I want to try it. So now I'm not gonna try it until then. Yeah, yeah. Hold tight. Hold tight. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll schedule it. We'll make it. We'll make you know. We'll connect and make it happen for sure. Yeah, because I would like to at least you know capture your expression as to when you try it and see. Now, of course, there's places that prepare better than others, or the styles are, but. I haven't had a bad one yet, like honestly. I've had some that are better than others, but not a bad one. Yeah, not a bad one. I told yeah, yeah. one time, man. I just did. I didn't. I could not fuck. It looks weird, bro. Like, yes. I go to Presidente to buy meat and shit. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. When you see it there, you're like, that, there's, okay. there's no way that that's edible. There's no way. I'm. A, how do you cut it? Like, yeah, what do you yeah. do? How do you cook a tongue? Like, you, you got. You got to. You got to boil the shit out of it first, yeah, just to take okay. off the outer layer. Of the, 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 the textured part of the tongue. See, that shit right there the just sounds... Now you're eating, like, the fucking inside of a tongue. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, enough for the tacos, though. I don't want... <laughs> I'm losing listeners by the second here. They're like, yeah, fuck this podcast. Is, what the hell? I'll wait for next week's episode. <laughs> Yo, so tacos is the go-to dish. Um, What's something that you, you had that like, was, like, the staple growing up? Shit, hey, growing up, it was just, you know, we're Hispanic, rice, beans, and some type of meat, bro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maduros or something. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or uh, Maduros or... Totones. Totones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One like, of the know, other. One of the other. One of the other. Pinto beans or black beans? Yeah, black beans. Black white beans? Rice, yeah. Okay, okay. I feel with black beans. Nice, nice. You a hot sauce type of dude? You? I wasn't really until, until recently. I started fucking with hot sauce. Okay. I never really liked hot sauce, but gotcha. then I started... Eating it more with food, it tastes fire. Gotcha. It, it yeah. actually gets it adds another, added. yeah, yeah, adds another element to it. I started with tacos because mm. I would eat the hot sauce on the tacos, and it's like, damn, it's just fire. Yeah, don't say it, Benny. Don't, don't say don't it. Say Not it. Taco Bell. I know, I know. I'm that's what Danny was gonna say. He's like, yeah, you gotta put hot sauce if you're eating Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, brother. I was gonna let that one go completely. Okay, okay. okay, okay. <laughs> I was just sitting here in silence. So, like, there you go. Mm-hmm. So you started with tacos, of course. And that's why I tried the hot sauce. I'm like, yeah, this shit's fire. So now I started putting rice, beans. And now it's like I eat almost everything with hot sauce. There you it's go. fire. Excellent. Literally. Yeah, Literally depending fire. on how hot Literally it is fire. or which one you pick. Yeah. I tried one, though. I tried a. Uh, my cousin has a. He had bought one that you, you got to sign a waiver to try it. <laughs> it's called Flatline. Okay. It's okay. called Flatline The End. Wow. And he's like, yo, try this. I did a little spot. Yeah, yeah. I almost died, bro. Of course. I almost died. Bro. Of course. Someone was out to get somebody there. Somebody was somebody, somebody was out to get somebody there. Are you a big, a big breakfast dude? No. No? You don't fuck with breakfast like that? No. Okay. Well, that's Bruce Beast and he's the podcast. As I, and I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> like damn, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I eat, I eat, I eat breakfast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Honey uh, Nut Cheerios. Um, <laughs> uh, let me ask you this though: Do you prepare meals yourself? Are you? Do you get busy in the kitchen? Are you? 
I do. I used to. I used to cook. Like okay. I, I don't. I'm not a professional cook or anything. Yeah, yeah. But I know how to like you know follow a recipe, cook. Same. I worked at restaurants like most of my fucking like six, seven, eight years out of my life. Really? Okay. So I like I like cooking food. Okay. But recently it's like nah, I haven't had the time working and shit. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, I don't have the time to fucking. Okay. Cook. Out of the restaurants that you worked at, what's the one that you got tired of the quickest? Like. As far as I don't know, I, don't, I mean, did you eat the food there or? I would say, I would say none because I love the food. Okay, <laughs> I never All really right. got tired. Okay, you can't get tired of working in a restaurant. Okay, you, okay. you get free food, you chill after work, you go drink, get fucked up, and go so, back to work the next day. So you know? the food like, bill is covered. It's I like, love, I love the like the restaurant business. Yeah. I love the business. It's okay. just uh, doesn't uh, it just doesn't pay as well. Oh, indeed. You know indeed, what I'm saying? Yeah. No, you got yeah, you got to get to the point where you're like now, unless you're a server, like you're making like four hundred a night or something. Yeah, but you're a cook, like you know, yeah, you're gonna make decent money. Money, but, but it ain't like, nothing. Yeah, what's the dish that you that you like to cook the most? Like, I like making like I, I like making like uh, like pasta and shrimp and shit. I like sauteing shrimp. Okay, I like making like shrimp alfredo. I don't really like eating it, but I like making it. You like okay. And, I like and, making tacos too, Mexican Mexican food, Italian food. Okay. I, I like making all that. Cause nice. I used to work in Chili's and I worked in Carabas and I worked in, <laughs> so I worked at an Italian restaurant. I worked at like a, a Tex Mex restaurant. Yeah. So I like making those two foods. And gotcha. I'm fat. So it's like it fits together. It's, it's a synergy. There's, you know <laughs> there's a greater connection happening there yeah. than most people would like to believe. Are you a desserts person at all? Nah. No? At all. Damn. I'll eat it, but I don't really fuck yeah, with it. Yeah, nothing calls food. your attention. You save it. You save it for the for the Italian and the and yeah, the Mexican. Yeah. So your favorite Italian dish would be what? I would say like, I don't even know. No. I fuck with lasagna, but that ain't my favorite. Mm. I couldn't think right now. Yeah. yeah. It happens when you see double. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> right now all I'm Facts. thinking about is like, fuck, what the fuck am I gonna eat now? <laughs> <laughs> it worked. It worked, ladies and gentlemen. That's what this podcast is designed to do. Is it like, yeah, we talk about it and you get hungry. And you get hungry. Damn, so all right, so you, you whip up you whip up something pasta, seafood related. Oh, but you don't really eat it like that. I used seafood. to cook it so much that it was like I didn't really eat it, but I like eating I like I like I like lasagna. That's my shit. I gotcha. fuck with lasagna. I fuck with uh I like Mexican food. Yeah. Also like barbecuing. I like okay. barbecue. It's fun to barbecue. Nice. I think it's dope. Nice. My last question would be is is there anything, any food item, whether it's a dish, whether it's a topping, whether it's a condiment that you can't stand? Like sushi. Sushi. Fuck sushi. <laughs> I, I, who the fuck eats sushi? Bro, I've tried it so many times, bro. And you still haven't seen the 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 you haven't gotten what the the, the gist of I it. How people tell me, yo, but try it with this sauce. I'm like, all right, it still tastes like shit. <laughs> like, oh, but try it with this. I'm like, and all it seems like shit, but with this, like it's, <laughs> yeah. I can't stand it. Now it tastes like shit, but topped with that. <laughs> I've tried sushi. I've tried I love sushi because I'm like, all right, sushi. Because everybody's Twenty dollars for a fucking roll this big, it gotta be good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then you try it, it's like it's cold as shit, cold ass rice. Like I'm Hispanic, we hot rice, bro. We don't eat no cold ass rice with fucking raw fish wrapped in a piece of seaweed with some cream cheese. And like, get the fuck out of here. I, I mean, respect to everybody who eats fucking sushi. <laughs> yeah, no, a little too late for that now. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. <laughs> Do you? But it's just not Do me. You, it's not me. You know? <laughs> Oh shit! Okay, yeah, I don't like sushi. I love after how he talks shit about it. He's like, but respect to y'all. <laughs> but, <guys." laughs> but with that being said, Yo. but with that being said, Brown Recluse, September sixth, twenty twenty two. Whether you eat sushi or not, Word. cop the album. Don't worry, I ate a spider. <laughs> <laughs>
They have a spider roll. Just, just so that you it know. Like shit too, I, <laughs> I don't even try it, bro. There it is. Bruce Beats and He's the Podcast. As always, I'd like to thank my guest, K Legend, for taking the time sitting down and talking it up with me. I'd like to thank you, the listener, for tuning in yet another week. If you enjoyed what you heard, tell a friend. If you didn't enjoy it, tell an enemy. Tell somebody. Let them know. All digital streaming platforms, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple, iHeart, we're coming for you. Just wait. You just wait. Um, Anchor FM, along with uh, several others. While you're there, you might as well just follow, comment, rate, subscribe, share, let the people know about it. Um, 786-294-6263. You saw how easy it was. Yo, shouts to Glib Styles, shouts to H, Orion, and Lex1 for being the inaugural uh, voice message uh, participants like I said if you don't like the way your voice sounds send me a text message I'll read it on the air um, don't come to me for any advice in life you're not going to get it here um, <laughs> unless you want to know which beer is probably going to get you to the point you want to get to quickest <laughs> and, and then I might be able to chime in and give you some type of information uh, without a doubt shouts to Benny for sitting in on this one um, and uh, yeah, man, we're, we're gonna make this episode happen of the the street level Bruce Beats and East. I'm excited. Uh, y'all stay tuned. I, I once the, once we get this thing popping, I'll give you guys the YouTube channel. And um, yeah, man, once again, hey, you no, September September six. Put it on your calendars now. September six, Brown Recluse. There's a lot more coming after that. And um, and yeah, man, August sixth, Hip Hop Night at Easties. Shouts to Easties. Um, I'll let you last have the last word. Yeah, I want to give a shout out to, first and foremost, Gridlock, my homie Benny Nux, everybody in the squad, Mancino, Calamity, Mancito, Telford, Calamity, Benji, you know, everybody in Gridlock, you fucking, we got a bunch of shit on the way. Shout out to Miami Beat Wave, that's engineering everything, man, the fucking illest producer out of, engineer out of fucking Miami, Florida, Risen 808, my homie Jay, everybody on the album, everybody who has shown love to me. Shout out to you, bro. Straight the oh, fuck shit. up for you showing appreciate love. You know, know what I'm saying, man. dog? Ain't too many real ones like you down here in Miami, dog. Oh, I appreciate that, man. And that's what I strive for. And yeah. I hope that I keep improving on that. And, and just, I mean, I, 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 it's, it's very symbiotic where I give back what I, what I get, man. And you've been, you've been real patient with me. I know we canceled a couple times, <laughs> no, and, good, bro. and, and it, it worked out lovely, bro. And uh, yeah, man. Um, hey, shout out to C and Double because I'm seeing Double right now. <laughs> Just saying. Peace. <laughs>